As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm an intel guy. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. If I call your mother a hooker. If I call your mother a hooker. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. Consciousness. 
now that Lou Elizondo is deceiving and manipulating the community. I mean, 100%. He admitted to that on our interview Friday by using sock puppet accounts to manipulate and deceive us, which I mean, I... So how, how can you trust someone who is going to go and create a secret account? Not only just create a secret account and post on it, but he creates these in-groups and out-groups of people who are in on the secret. And then he, you know, shares this special knowledge with them and really gets them to go out and attack his critics. You know, his, his, we can't see what the tweets that he posted under these sock puppets anymore because they've been deleted. But, you know, he made it seem like on the interview that he was just responding to people who were doing personal attacks on his family. That's a load of BS. You know, there wasn't really any attacks on his family before this whole Who's Lou documentary started. And that was after he deleted his sock puppet account. He was using that account to attack people like Mick West and Stephen Greenstreet and, you know, rile people up and, and stow division. And to what end is really my question now. You know, why he says that his audience isn't UFO Twitter. If his audience isn't UFO Twitter, why does he have multiple sock puppet accounts engaging with UFO Twitter and doing all this nonsense? Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, I'm at, a, at a loss, really. Elizondo resigned in protest from the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Number one, anti-gravity. Number two, sudden and instantaneous acceleration. You have told me before that you've had your own sighting. Do you believe they're real? You know what? Um... Phenomenon is indeed real. With all due respect, I'd like to name Hello, I'm Tom DeLong, and thanks for joining us live today. Well, thanks, Tom, for that very um, special introduction. And I'm excited, frankly, like hell, to be part of this effort with you. Thank you sincerely for your time. Tom, over to you. The phenomenon is indeed real. Chris? 
Thank you. For those of you who are just joining us from around the world, I want to welcome you. Today we're announcing To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science, a company dedicated to pushing the outer edges of science and understanding and the understanding of aerial phenomena. Um, we have a plan to bring the unimaginable, the stuff of dreams, to the world. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh, really? No. Pizza's not made for vitamins and minerals. Like, they should actually have don't a put process. Fruit on it, right? No, don't they put should, fruit on pizza. They should have a process to extract vitamins and minerals from a pizza, <laughs> rather than not animal. helping. Yeah. yeah, no. Keep keep your pineapples on ice cream and things like that. Not on yeah. pizza. It's 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 not American. It's, it's, it's uh, anti-American. I believe, honestly, I believe uh, it's communist. Look what we can achieve if we decide to do it. Yes. Right? And so that's that's kind of my hope. Now, the, the last couple of months, uh, there's, there's a slow drip of information about uh, whatever the phenomenon is. Um, I've noticed there's much more hinting towards extraterrestrial. This story that the New York Times wrote day before yesterday has uh, gone a bit viral. So I guess I'm looking right now at the hill. question Jeff where are you right there yeah um I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies it's still real to me damn it I mean thank you thank y'all guys you're awesome thank you so much Mr. Funk for saying what needed to be said I don't want to see it though what is it Trans medium travel. My guy, my guy, my guy, my guy. The five observables. Greetings and salutations, friends, and welcome back. We are back on track and ready to move forward with our investigation into the strange, the mysterious, the bizarre, 
And so, of course, we've been covering some of these well-known figures in the world of aliens and UFOs. And recently, a Mr. Sean Cahill, right-hand man of Luis Elizondo, um, released a, a video that he decided was a UAP, a term which I don't like because that's a CIA term. Uh, it's a UFO. But for one reason or another, the, the CIA PSYOP came in and we changed the term from UFO to UAP. And uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon, now they're saying it's unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Um, so the video was released on a little known brand new sort of YouTube uh, show. And what's interesting is that the video gets released with absolutely no context, no date, no location, no time it was recorded, no details about the so-called UAP encounter that Sean Cahill had, and uh, also no audio on the video, which uh, to me is a certain indicator of intended deception. Um, now, uh, the real controversial part of this comes in uh, when some Reddit posters realized that Sean Cahill uh, filmed this UFO essentially in Luis Elizondo's backyard. And uh, some previous posts of Luis Elizondo holding up Ross Coulthard, the big bluffer's book. You remember that guy, the guy who said that he had, quote, conclusive proof of alien technology, right? And then he didn't have shit, the disgraced Australian journalist, well, he's buddies with Luis Elizondo. So Luis Elizondo was holding up his book and, you know, helping him sell his book of lies and garbage. And uh, in the background was the same exact mountain that this so-called UAP video that Sean Cahill releases. Um, and it's interesting with that Reddit post that has been deleted, restored, edited, deleted, edited some more, edit, 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 edit. Over concerns about doxing, of all things, which is interesting because nobody posted Mr. Elizondo's address or anything like that. You know, unlike when Elizondo's goon squad, well, I don't know if it was his goon squad, but, you know, acting in, in uh, retaliation or something to me, doxed my family and put my name and address out there, right? Um but apparently, you know, we can't dox Luis Elizondo, even though is, well, you know, it's enough to say that the video was filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard by Sean Cahill. But when he released the video, he forgot to tell us that. And there's an awful lot to unpack here with that, because if we are to believe that Luis Elizondo really did run a $22 million Pentagon UFO program, uh, and there's unidentified aerial phenomenon in his backyard and he can't identify them. And he didn't uh, think that was relevant. Like maybe he should tweet like, oh, my friend, Sean, we got UFOs in my backyard, right? No, this was all a purposeful deception, in my opinion. Why would you, you don't think it's relevant that you filmed a UFO or UAP in the backyard of the guy that you clowns uh, that are his friends claim ran a government UFO program. 
and there's a UFO in his backyard that you filmed, but you don't think it's relevant to include that it was filmed in his backyard. Great. And see, this opens this whole can of worms now, because here we go. This is there's so many problems here with this, not the least of which is uh, OK. But first, you know, we should uh, we should play the uh, video um, because Reddit posts are disappearing. People want to see the video. It's only about 45 seconds long. I'm going to put my fair use banner up uh, because this is a transformative work and we're educating the public. We're going to be critiquing the video that we are sharing. And certainly Sean Cahill is a public figure and so is Luis Elizondo. And if they're saying that they're filming unidentified flying objects or unidentified aerial phenomenon or anomalous phenomenon in their backyard, uh, then that is newsworthy. And it's certainly worthy of discussion and critique and, and uh, it's worth talking about and educating the public about. Wow. What? A guy who ran a government program in the Pentagon has got UFOs and they're right in his backyard. This is beautiful. This is be this is third phase of moon kind of shit right here. Did you know that third phase of moon got caught hoaxing 10 videos all within two miles of their house? Did somebody take notes in that third phase of moon? <laughs> documentary when they got caught doing filming ufos right near their house right uh, by the way all of third phases of moons uh ufos that they filmed right near their house were all fake and hoaxes and they were nothing mysterious or strange um so this is fair use we're going to play the video which he only released to uh some brand new virtually brand new ufo channel your youtube channel i should say it, not so focused solely um I don't know, another CIA mouthpiece. Hey, let's put that, put out this video. And by the way, uh, the original Reddit post and others said that this video was taken recently. That's a lie. That's a lie because Sean Cahill was showing this video to people a little more than a year, to, year ago on his phone. You know that super secret, you know, that inner circle club where Luis Elizondo and Sean Cahill and all their UFO dork butt buddies get together and they'll show people videos that they don't release to the public on the phone. This is what we get. You, this is what they're showing, the secret club. UFOs filmed in their backyard. Oh, it's beautiful. They're showing their inner circle UFOs that they filmed in their backyard. Nothing suspicious about that. Nothing to see here. And these layers upon layers of deception, we will peel apart. We will peel them apart. This entire controlled CIA disclosure is falling apart. It's all over. Look at what they're doing. No, you, you shall know him by his fruits. And what, what do you get, even if you're in the inner circle? You get a video with no sound, no context. They don't tell you that it was filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard when they're showing the inner circle clowns this shit, right? That's what you get. That's what you get for your loyalty, right? Go dock some more show hosts that are critical of these clowns. Go threaten some more people's families, their children, their wives, you bunch of clown inner circle. This is what you're getting? UFOs filmed in his goddamn backyard? That's what you get for your loyalty?
for literally, people have literally committed crimes in the name of this crusade. And what do they get? Apparently, they get to see videos on a phone that Sean Cahill filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard. Then they lie about it all. They lie about where it was filmed. Oh, sorry, lie by omission. Let's just forget to tell everybody that this was filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard. That's not relevant, right? It's laughable that they would think to just leave that out. You know, great UAP sighting, but let's not let everybody know that we filmed it in Luis Elizondo's backyard. Nothing suspicious about that, right? Nothing deceptive. Then Sean Cahill comes out today. And he makes some statements where he verifiably, provably lied. And we're going to break it down for you. So let's uh, just get to the statements, right? We'll get to the statements that, oh, I, I forgot. We're just going to watch this incredible mystery here, right? But before you watch this, number one thing you should know is there's no sound. Number two thing you should know is that he gives this to a podcaster and just doesn't tell him that this was filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard. It took Reddit people to put the pieces together and catch him, right? Uh, I believe if they didn't get caught, they never would have told the truth that this was filmed in Elizondo's backyard, and that's relevant. So much for always telling the truth, Mr. Elizondo. Let's watch this, this, this video. Uh, call me a little bit underwhelmed. And uh, let me just say that you have to remember that Sean Cahill and Lou Elizondo, they're the top of the disclosure food chain. This is the best that they got. And they're the top of the disclosure food chain, right? Either that or videos, uh, you know, borrowed out of the Pentagon that they made millions of dollars on Elizondo and his buddies at TTSA, which again, some were debunked, some, and, and they proved nothing. Top of the food chain, the best they got is taking UFO photos or videos in their backyard with no time, no date, no location. There's a reason they do that. It's so they can't get caught. No sound, right? So we can't hear any engine noise, right? And uh, I I'm just going to share this. Uh, so, you know, Cahill comes out and starts lying about the, the whole thing. Uh, First, uh, I'm just going to share this real quickly. This is the uh, Reddit post, which has been taken down and put back up and taken down and put back up. Shot on lose property. Yeah. So it's a match. And Sean Cahill has admitted that he filmed this UFO, UAP, uh, in Luis Elizondo's backyard, basically. Uh, but here's where it gets more interesting because, you know, 
the layers of deception here are are interesting, but it gets better because today Sean Cahill came out and made a statement. He said, at no time was a claim to be anything other than interesting and unidentified. Well, in fact, in the actual podcast that that he let release this, they didn't even talk about it, where it was filmed, what it was, that it was interesting or unidentified, right? But here's where it gets important. Sean Cahill says, post-sighting, it was verified that there was nothing on flight radar. Great. So Sean Cahill will have no problem releasing the original file with the metadata, right? So that we can verify that statement, right? Because the metadata on the original video file will have the date and time it was taken. And then we can verify that Sean Cahill's not just lying to cover a hoax, right? He, he checked the flight radar, so he can verify for everybody that he checked the flight radar, right? Right, Mr. Cahill? You wouldn't lie to everybody to cover a stupid hoax, would you? Now, here's where it gets really interesting. It's in a no-fly area. It's in a no-fly area. So apparently, he's claiming that airplanes are not allowed to fly in that area and perpendicular to any approach path. Further, we visited the area and we found it too low and too slow. Great. Um, but I'm really mostly interested in the metadata and the original file with the audio. So uh, Sean Cahill is going to release that to prove that this is not a hoax. Uh, well, he hasn't said that, but, you know, come on, Sean. Is this really what we're going to do here? We're going to, we're going to, you know, withhold data and information that will either prove or disprove that you hoax this shitty video in Lou Elizondo's backyard. Certainly you don't want people thinking that you and the $22 million ATIP director were somehow colluding to make a fake UFO video together, right? You could show us the flight radar. Oh, and that whole it's, it's in a no fly area. Yeah, that's a lie. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's a lie. Because if you check, uh, if you check publicly available databases, you will find airplanes flying right through that area all the time. All the time. So Sean Cahill, you just got caught lying to cover a hoax. 
You're lying to cover a hoax. No fly area. Uh, by the way, this is just one example. I got a hundred more. And we found airplanes flying in that exact, it looked to me like the exact flight path of your so-called UAP. So can we get the original video so that we can once and for all know that you didn't just film a plane from a distance and pretend that there was no flight data and pretend uh, and that you didn't just lie when you said it was a no-fly area? Why would you lie and say it's a no-fly area? It's not a no-fly area. I could show you 300 examples of planes flying right over that area. No-fly area. That's a new one. Couldn't be an airplane. Kind of like Corbell's. Couldn't be a rocket or a missile. Couldn't be. Trust me, dude. This is some bullshit. Grade A. Grade A. Congratulations. The top of the food chain just tried to fool you with a third phase of moon level stupid hoax. And that which can be presented without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. Uh, can I prove 100% it's a hoax? Maybe not. But I could if he gave me the original data. Why would he withhold that data? He's a man of honor, right? A military guy. So is Elizondo. He's not going to give out the original file with the metadata. He's not going to allow any other independent review or researcher to look into this because this is a stupid, stupid hoax. And they have layered lie upon lie. Hey, let's lie by omission, lie by omission. It's not relevant that it was in Elizondo's backyard, right? And, you know, look, either way, something's not right here. Because if we buy the lie that uh, Lu Luis Elizondo, if we buy this lie that he ran a $22 million Pentagon program and there's unidentified, possibly alien Oh, they didn't say alien. They never do. That's just the implication. Just the impl But if there's these things in his backyard, remember, he was the director of a UFO program, and he's saying that he cannot identify that object. Sean Cahill. So did Luis Elizondo look at the data? Can we have his take on this unidentified aerial phenomenon video taken in his backyard? What a coincidence. This is... This is stupid nonsense. And uh, where's the data? Where's the audio from the file? Why would you purposefully delete the audio from the file or not allow the audio to be shown? Because we can enhance it, see if we hear any engine noise there, Mr. Cahill. And if we have the date and time, we can verify that that wasn't an airplane. And until you release that, this is a hoax. This is a hoax. All that's required for a hoax is deception. And trickery. Lie by omission, that's trickery. You didn't think it was relevant? You took it in your buddy's backyard? All right. And, uh, you know, we need military experts, more military experts, and we need more uh, good researchers to kind of tell it like it is. So, yeah, I, I thought it'd be a good idea if I, I'm not the only, you know, opinion here. So we've invited several other people. We're going to be having a panel and a discussion about it. And uh, here we have. Mr. Strange Recon is here. I should have told you that we're going to get started a little late. I apologize. What's going on, everyone? How's it going, Steve? Good, good. I, I'm disgusted at the level of bullshittery because, and, and, and what's really frustrating is that people are defending this. 
people are saying, well, what's the big controversy here? What do you think about this? I think you summed it up pretty good, but uh, yeah, the controversy is is that the I think well you already said it, but I mean the the people that are spearheading something shouldn't have evidence so terrible, and the evidence so terrible is filmed out of the backyard or near uh, the guy <laughs> running the entire show. I mean, it's like it to me it screams. Um, it's amateur hour circus time, man. Is it, That's what is, it is. Yeah. Is it or are they tricking people? To even even the less likely to analyze what they're looking at are going to latch on even more. And ever, I don't even know. I really can't tell. But it's it's so bad. It's confusing. Yeah, and this is the and 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 I, I am just like, look, look. If we believe that this guy ran a twenty two million dollar program, and now he's saying that he can't identify something flying right in his backyard. Then that's a problem, right? Some UFO expert, right? Some UFO expert, <laughs> or they didn't identify it on purpose because this the mystery sells. They need and listen. They were showing this to those that inner circle crowd, like they would show people this on their phone. The yeah. the, the loyal UFO circle jerkers that are helping them spread their message of deception, they would show them this and other videos of this kind of particular crap. Right. I've, I've seen how many I've, other of those inner circle videos may have been filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard and they didn't tell the inner circle that this is if that's the case. That'd be that'd be pretty wild. I have heard, though, for now, the last at least two years that they're they have a, a bunch of videos. They show people uh, that uh, some of them are clearer than others. And, you know, you know, obviously we've heard some claims all the way up to like the 23 minute video and whatnot. But, yeah, I've heard, I, I mean, two, it was like two years ago. I remember hearing uh, that they have a handful of stuff that they. I know. heard the same thing, but I've never seen it, and nobody I know has ever been able to get me copies of it. Yeah, uh, just a rumor. But yeah. that's one of them. That's why I guess that the rumor is well, true. It's like that rumor. There's a 23-minute super clear video of a flying triangle. We where? Who has it? Can we see it? You know? Can we all see it? And then that begs a question too. Like, if you have such great evidence, why are you putting out garbage like this? This is garbage. It's. Garbage. That's why I'm I'm so confused about the whole entire disclosure TTSA thing in the first place because they started out with garbage evidence. Remember how yeah. the, it was so yeah, bad? It was the a balloon. balloon pictures and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so like you know, and for for me, I don't know how you feel, but at this point, I don't really I don't really have hope that they'll show something one day that's going to be really amazing or or even you know revelations at all. It's just going to no, be like this. Kick, it's like kick the can. That's what they're doing. They're just kicking the can. You know. No big things are coming, though, Jeff. Come on, big things are coming. I I, I am internally disappointed with everything. We're moving the ball there. down the field. We're moving the, the ball down the field with garbage videos that we took in our backyard. Yeah, you know? but I can't. The, the thing is that I cannot believe they're that they're they're. I can't believe they're dumb. I just can't. Be, I can't. It doesn't. It doesn't compute with me that these two people would put it out on accident or be really that mistaken. I just. Unless, of course, they checked the flight data radar based off of what they think the date was or something, you know, and there was like, well, there's nothing there at 1 p.m. Well, I don't know, you know, and they just went like that because I can't for the life of me believe that they would be that bad because. I mean, yeah. the video oh, is not the video, be, the observables. I, 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 whatever, I'm, I'm having trouble to make sure that I'm clear enough. It's also very important to note, Jeff, that there's an airport for small engine yeah. aircraft yeah. right behind that mountain. Yeah. There's an end. And here's what I did find out. 
I started doing some historical, just looking for planes going through the flight path of that so-called UAP or around that mountain. And I found tons and tons of examples. And then if you track whose plane that is, guess what? And somebody else on Twitter suggested this as well. There are uh, like tourism scene airplanes all around that area. It's a big national park and there's mountains. And so they take you up fly around the mountains and then they, and then they land. And, you know, this is a business there, you know, like, you know, to go right to un, 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 unidentified or, you know, an unknown, uh, maybe, maybe it was a small engine aircraft or something, but the, and then the deception too, like this is third phase of moon shit, delete the yeah. audio. So they don't hear the helicopter, delete the audio. So they don't hear it's an airplane. <laughs> Third phase of moon have done that kind of stuff. We have Jeremy Corbell now and Luis Elizondo both employing third phase of moon tactics. Jeremy Corbell puts up this Baghdad thing and he's like, we're, we're not sure what it is. Can you help us identify it? That's a third phase of moon. We're not saying it's aliens, but it's probably. Oh, my God. This is it's it's heartbreaking to everyone who who's ever come here with hopes of finding something cool out about ufos <laughs> it's real heartbreaking real quick i know the, i know the, we're the big letdown the 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 the, the first part the uh the plane though um you know i i really can't understand why they would do that but furthermore if you have that do you still have that image you just showed a minute ago of like the uh his tweets where it shows like what he said what the little investigation because yeah, if sure, they actually sure. push the going closer i mean the I mean, anyone can go to Google Maps right now and see that. I can't tell if he's trying to walk his way out of it or or if he's trying to test the faith of his inner circle. You know what yeah. I mean? The- well, the big one that stood out to me is, is that he said it's in a no-fly area. Because, listen, I didn't know he posted this stuff, and I've been all day gathering historical data to show that there's airplanes flying all over that area. And I was kind of trying to see if I could find a recent one because at first, this morning... According, oh, that's the other thing. He told everybody that this was a recent video. That he was showing this to people more than a year ago. So it wasn't a recent video. That's lie number one. Lie number two is this is a no-fly zone. There's there's no no-fly zones in the state of Wyoming. None. There's no no-fly zones. You can fly anywhere you want in the state yeah. of Wyoming. Uh, there's I, no no-fly zones. I checked three times today. We're good. There's no no-fly zones there. So, and as far as perpendicular any approach path, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, it looks exactly like what it is, but it, it's really not the, like all of this is just uh, to, to back up what, what seems to be obvious to a few people and to some people, I guess, but uh, that it flies just like a plane. They're, they're, to, for, for no reason should have they recorded that in the first place and posted it or said anything to anyone if Lou Elizondo is following the strict regimented observables in which you know you can decide something's a uap did that did that yeah. look like a you did that was that the uap the the, the the slow moving like an airplane you know i i to me it's just uh it's just an unfortunate series of events where we see once again that we, like that the, the base the basic the lowest hanging piece of evidence can be used and people still will uh We'll look at it like it's something amazing. And I I don't know what they're looking at that I don't see. I'm like that guy in Seinfeld who couldn't see the damn, uh, you know, 3D image. I I can't see the damn sailboat, the spaceship, or whatever it was. Uh, Yeah, I I just, uh, 
I don't even know, but I, I know for a fact that he showed, you know, several people this more than a year ago. So why, if it was so good, why wait on it for more than a year? And, and again, for them to not think that it's relevant or not, that they tell everybody this was, uh, you know, this was filmed in Luis Elizondo's backyard. You know, come on, guys. It's not relevant where you filmed it. Or did they not want the date and time, location, and where it was filmed to be known because they know what this object is, right? If, if Luis Elizondo lives there, he's probably seen those tourist planes all over that mountain many, many times, right? I can't believe he couldn't. He wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you could hear him from his house. It's only a few miles from there, you know, from that mountain base. So, you know, until we get more data, though, we're kind of at an impasse. Like, you know, I think this thing has zero value, but it does have a value in showing that they're willing to deceive you, the, the general public. A lie by omission is still a lie, and they can't lie their way out of this one point. Where this was filmed is even more relevant. Look, the guy who runs the UFO program's got UFOs in his backyard. Like, this is so stupid, you know? I'm going to go get a helium tank and start filming shit in my backyard. Because if the top of the food chain here, that's the best they got. Like, come on, man. But you have you have to ask yourself or everyone out there, like, what they're willing to do to this whole storyline of this narrative if that's a video that is released and then him saying at no time was it claimed to be other than interesting or unidentified post sighting it was verified something with rate flight rate blah 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 it just seems like it just seems like that i cannot first off i'm such a weirdo now that i see patterns everything i cannot but i still cannot believe that they would put that out there without a reason behind it i mean honestly <laughs> i mean and it, you're and right it's, you're right it's, I can't, for the life of me, I can't say to myself that they, that there is this robust amount of data or evidence out there that suggests that all this what they're claiming is real, and that they choose to put this out. Uh, what I'm, I, I just, it just doesn't work in my mind. I just don't get it because I, I it's so bad and useless. What point is it? What point is it to to continuously dangle something like this in front of people? I don't. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the carrot on the stick, dude. Keep chasing. <laughs> okay. This is one. You know what I think, though? I think that I could get into the mind of them. They're like, we don't have anything good. We got to give them something every once in a while. So we'll give them the shitty, you know, whatever we can come up with in our backyard. I I really don't understand that one either. Uh, did he just, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, you know, back in the McGowan time, right, when McGowan was there with him uh, over in, in Lou's place and in, in, in what they what they were doing there filming stuff going around in the in the uh in the osiris early osiris vehicle and whatnot but mm -hmm. it's like do, do you think that maybe at the time it was just like the energy was capture whatever was in the sky no matter how if it you know whatever and if it looks like a plane kind of but you can't tell through the phone just grab it anyways and so from that time they had all this stuff because if it's anything else then i guess that adds a little conspiracy to it but like i don't really get the significance of why he would record like it just doesn't all right i'm sorry i'm sorry my brain does not make it make sense why no would... you you know what you and i are having the same like brain schism because i'm going like none of this makes sense why would they put this out and then i thought the same as you like they got they, they had to have reasons for it i mean like but you know what's interesting too is that he gives this to uh like a, a show host and they play it while they're talking about something completely different they, they, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like 
If you're releasing this, wouldn't you show the show host the video and then tell them about where you saw it, how you recorded it, what was going on? They didn't do that. They were talking about something completely different and just sort of flashed that on the screen. And then this video gets, you know, uh, captured by people and shared on Reddit and Twitter and everywhere else. Like it's a UFO, a new release from Sean Cahill. With no context, no date, no time, no location, none of that stuff. Did did what, what were they talking about right after though when it came on the show? I don't know what cha- what channel you're talking about. Yeah, it was, was talking it? about something completely unrelated. Like you know, uh, I I don't know. He may have been talking about that time he claims he saw like a three football sized flying triangle or something. I don't. I I don't think Lou and him work like in tandem where they approve each other's posts or what they're saying or whatever. But I do have to ask and, and question any type of integrity they have for what they're claiming. But then again, I, most people that watch my program know that I, I think they're all just on about how dangerous drones are and stuff and whatnot. So, and they're just calling it something else. So they're raising attention for it whilst not really ever saying what it is. Cause UAP isn't UFO. UAP is a, it's a term the intelligence community uses, you know. So yeah, that's what I say. That's the CIA word. I don't even yeah. want to say it anymore. So like, I don't even want to say it. I feel dirty. I need a shower. <laughs> for the CIA terminology. Now. For that, I can say that Lou, you know, is doing some sort of job. I can see is somewhat makes sense. But then at the same time, if you're making money off it on the side as like your side gig, I don't know if that's very honorable. It seems, in fact, that you're just lying, having people do crazy. Not having people do, but inspiring people to act irrational in their defense and uh and yeah. it's yeah it's been pretty it's I'm been pretty wild time here that uh he talked suggestive about a tic-tac in that moment that they that they played it so oh so they cut the audio out so that you couldn't hear him say is that that's a tic-tac no no they played they played the uap video with no audio and oh, then I see what you're saying. the yeah. audio was them talking that wasn't really related to the video i thought but people are saying that he was talking about tic tacs and you know things like that while I they showed you. that video so is, that's is this actually a, interesting another tic tac sighting in wyoming apparently <laughs> where he was trying <laughs> to suggest they, this well, that's that's part of the game don't say it but imply it suggest it you know well, that's a perfect example right there, though, of what I've always thought exactly was the point of a t- saying something's a tic tac. You know, th- th- listen, folks, there could there could be lodging looking things living under our ocean, flying around. I don't know. I've never seen one. I don't really believe it, so I don't see any evidence for it either. But there's a reason why you say something looks like a propane tank or a flying what a bottle or whatever because yeah, you relate it, it to something, I guess. It looks like an airplane through a, through a bad camera sensor from mo- multiple angles. It looks like an airplane looks like a tic tac. So there's a great chance that a large number of people will be suddenly spotting. So uh, it's a great call to, to use that uh, ambiguous kind of shape, and uh, often confused all the time. Look at someone who takes a video of a plane from like an angle at, at, at the wing. It's almost like there is no wing. It's like how could this two be flying through the air? Is it one of those tic tacs? <laughs> yeah and and i think i've always thought it was a little funny that you know a tic-tac shape and a missile shape aren't too far off or a tic-tac shape and a rocket shape aren't too far off and from a distance you know well yeah but how about just steve how about just a, a rocket or missile development and a flying saucer from the side they don't look too crazy in a wind tunnel test they are the exact same shape you'd want them to be not to mention all the lintic craft we created but um 
back to yeah. this though. This is, but that's just like if they were showing this to people uh, back uh, back in the day and uh, in the little inner, inner circle as possible stuff. And if they played it on that show whilst talking about Tic Tacs and like this ambiguous like pop up and it just plays, that seems yeah, to me almost like they were hoping people do. Yeah, oh, connect, well, yeah. connect the dots. Just connect the dots. <laughs> it's, it's just, oh man, it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate because we all had at one point. Let's admit it. We all at one point in the last like six years were like there is something happening. I don't know what. There's something up now. It screams. It's all a big load of nonsense. But I don't actually think. I, I truly though deep down, I don't think Lou or anyone is actually working on behalf of anyone in in some degree. I think that he recognized a, com- a, a private company could be put together and hired uh, uh, to do something. Uh, and he saw that gap in the, in the work, but if there's a top-down conspiracy boy, they didn't really, they got so many things wrong. I mean, how many people could be working on it? They got so many things wrong. Uh, so <laughs> You're right. I hope, yeah, I hope I, my, my favorite part of this whole thing is, is that he puts out this statement in an effort to damage control this whole situation and then he just steps in it more saying that this is a no-fly zone because, yeah. you know, anybody can go to the public radar and you can see that, Jeff, there's planes all over that mountain all over. Every day they're all over. They're like I'm swarming sure. it. It's so stupid. Did he think that nobody would check, you know? I, I'll flip on my flight radar once in a while to look at something. If I see it, if I'm ever in that mode of ever doing that uh, and – it usually starts off scaled all the way up before you get to zoom in and the whole yeah. entire the entire country is covered in little planes uh little and commercial yeah it's kind of planes. interesting to see how much is up there at once you yeah know? and it's, it's uh, a lot that area obviously uh <laughs> everywhere sliced through that area is known in the missing 411 world and and of course medicine bow has a bunch of famous ufo cases there and that have changed over time and um but uh, so, yeah, you can always add to that and lean on it. It'll instantly be connected. You can sell it. It's ambiguous video of something. And it, it's right where things have been flying for thousands of years, they'll say, or whatever. And it's just, uh, that's perfect for it. It's just, that's it. And the, and the audience that will follow it will be the ones that stick with, hey, this video came from someone with credentials, <laughs> bigger credentials than you, Steve. So they can't be lying. They used to run a government program. <laughs> and so yeah. Yeah, and, that's uh, the game. That's, that's the whole game. That who are you going to believe? That's the whole game. You know, oh, and by the way, just in full uh, disclosure, pardon the pun, I did uh, I did send Sean a message, both publicly and privately. And uh, I asked him for a copy of the original video. And, uh, you know, and I... Asked him about the no-fly zone, um, no reply. So, you know, I said, I tweeted a public request for the original video with metadata intact and sound. You've made completely false statements today. Um, You could prove that your statements are true by providing the original video with metadata intact and sound. I, like many, know how to check flight and radar data. I also could enhance the sound to show engine noise or no engine noise. This is a hoax, in my opinion. You purposefully withheld data to obscure what the object is. Congratulations, you are now on the same level as third phase of Moon. They have done hoaxes very similar to this with those exact methods. Tonight at 9 p.m., I'm doing a story on this. You're welcome to join the show and tell your side of the story. And then I sent him that graphic of the plane flying right over that area saying, what's that plane and hundreds more on similar flight paths doing in your so-called no-fly zone? And no reply. 
They never reply to me either. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I always remain open for redemption for a lot of these. No, people. me too. Like, and, listen. but I just never get it. It never comes. I don't. Why? I don't... <laughs> yeah. What if he just filmed it and you know, oh, it looks cool from this distance, and you can't really tell what it is, or you know, I, I don't know, just screwing around, right? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. I uh, I just, I, I, I don't really, I don't know the Sean Cahill thing uh, because I've met many people in the military that really aren't that, you know, whatever. You know, their job is their job. It's not like they specialize in certain things and they'll get out and be talking about it later. And that's why I try to make people, you know, it's clear. I was just some grunt. Um, and, um, but I, you know, I, I would automatically assume that that Sean, being a person that's worked in the military for a long enough time, he would have been able to recognize the standard characteristics, and his brain would have instantly twitched like right to aircraft, like light wing aircraft flying. He would have known right away based off of everything he's looking at, not just for the military in general, his own age, his age. He's a he's a human on planet Earth. Um, I guess, yeah. Um, and uh, and it's just the <laughs> I just I just I just am am kind of blown away by the amount of. Uh, the amount of time we've seen just an ambiguous nonsense or just outright things like that are wrong. Like of course the Mylar balloon in the beginning of the TTSA launch all the way to we got, a, this is a still from the video of the DC flyover and all the stuff from the, you know, it's like whatever they're saying is always just off. And, um, and I don't know if that's purposeful or whatnot. And if it is, it'd be, that'd be ridiculously good of an op, but it does to me, it ultimately feels like an information op at best. And I, like I was saying, I've said before mm-hmm. my show, yeah. uh, I don't know for what, of course, but I, but I, 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 you know, everyone has to remember that we live in a different time. It's extremely aerospace has changed. It's extremely dangerous. Weapons yeah. have become extremely cheap for a lot of dangerous people out there. Sick people that should be locked up, and um, and these people now have access to to the like you know to things that essentially militaries are using. And if you look at what's happening in Ukraine right now, you've got basically duct tape holding things of DJI Mavics flying them over Russian bunkers or whatever, and it's like. So you can see how crazy things are to if you raise awareness, right, for a phenomena, of course, and, and something else, you're, you're, you're honing in the attention uh, on CUAS systems or CUAS rather 
uh, countering unmanned aerial system, and, and so and, and a bunch of other things, and of course, getting rid of Chinese spy balloons and other stuff like that. So, and you get to do all that without ever really saying it. To be fair, because we end yeah. up, we end up saying those balloons are UAP. We called DGI Mavics UAP. We, you know, whatever it is, we're call, or, or or radar uh, reflectors calling them UAP. So uh, you you do achieve something, and for that, I've got to say, wow, I stand in marvel for how crafty of a son of a gun that you know move that would be. And uh, but at the same time, I've also seen the result of it. I've been on the end of a few of these, a few of the harsher folks out there who you know who believe that they're defending some sort of righteous crusade. I'm like a weirdo who's had weird experiences in my life. That's what got me to talk about this stuff. So how does it make any sense for uh, for someone who believes there's probably stuff happening out there that's unreconciled and unexplained with science, but but also this is wrong. So there's like this, we exist. We recognize that this is, doesn't make sense. This isn't what we're talking about. This is talking about military tech. And yeah. under the guise, it's UFOs from like outer space or something. Um, and the best thing that could ever happen for that side is, of course, they actually do bring up some sort of weird anomalous craft that flies from outside the solar system or something, because that would actually yeah. defend what they're saying. But it's, it's so far, all they presented is on the unfortunate truth that we've been screaming like with many others for long enough that uh, for a while now, which is just, guys, that's this is clearly a Chinese militia, fishing militia using drones. This is clearly, you know, uh, balloons. This is... Uh, or this is our own technology, of course, being misidentified or recorded and uh, with a high contrast gun system. And everyone says it's hard to tell what that is. Yeah, it's unfortunate, though, because um, I, I, I still stay a little bit. Part of me, Steve, is like the 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 the, the aliens are coming one day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. But don't you don't you think it's interesting that the, like I, I'm kind of shocked and amazed that people don't see through like the opportunistic part of some of these people that release this stuff, like, you know, Corbell releasing some of this stuff. It's like, this, this has no value. Like you just, you're just saying, well, it's unidentified and uh, it was over an active war zone. So, uh, you know, could it be military technology? You know, can you eliminate that before you release this? And they don't, there's a reason. It's just like the same reason, like, Third phase of moon sits there and pretends they don't know what a rocket plume exhaust looks like. And they've been doing this for 20 years because they can sell right. a rocket plume exhaust as a UFO, but they can't if they say it's a rocket plume exhaust. It's so <laughs> stupid. And this Sean Cahill, like, oh, there's something flying uh, over those mountains over there. Uh, let me put this out. I had a profound religious experience here. Oh, you know. no. And we remember you that this that. dude basically has superpowers too. So we always have to remember <laughs> both of them, both Cahill and Elizondo have superpowers too. Oh, I don't mean to laugh. What if they really do? Don't, don't, don't I shoot know, me with whatever I know. Them. They might remote like kill you. Remember uh, like those psychic spies, they like make your heart stop from a distance. I've been having chest pains. <laughs> better shut up. They're going to get us, man. They're going to get us. I, I thought I was in trouble. Um, no, I, I do. Yeah. I, I Also, I say this kind of a lot. I don't mean to repeat information for everyone that, from, uh, that's come over from your show to watch me once in a while. Is, um, is like the, it's, it, and, I, and I don't mean to use these words because I'm not calling Lou or Sean this. Someone else can. I won't say it, but I'll just say that like a, a con man or woman will put out a uh, put out a letter with with uh, grammar mistakes all through it 
uh, not by mistake. The person speaks and can type with perfect English. They do that on purpose because the first people that notice the grammar that's like, yeah, right, I'm falling for this scam. I'm out of here. And it just rids the chance that someone's going to go after you almost instantaneously because everyone knows, well, then I'm not going to donate. You think I believe some prince from Lagos uh, can't spell? And so all that's left is the people that don't really care. And so they'll actually stay focused and, 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 and actually get closer to the topic and, uh, and give money to it. And, and to me, that like when I see stuff like this, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but it does seem that when a bunch of people is like, this is a plane, at this point, I'm getting pretty annoyed. And he shot it from Elizondo's backyard. You know, what is, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, you, you, you start to see people shed away from that audience and all that's left is the ones that are already there thinking that Lou was representing the next coming of Christ. And so, uh, yeah, to me. Yeah, and and you're right. There's this manipulation, which is exactly something that a con man does. So they manipulate people. They manipulate people by controlling the data. Oh, that we've got this secret group and we'll show the good stuff to them uh, behind closed doors. Or a, a lot of what they were doing was like, Lou would be in some Zoom session and show little groups of people on his phone, which is another, to me, attempt to obscure the data. Like if you have anything and it's that good, drop it. Let's, let's look at it. I'll help yeah. analyze it and enhance it. But to, this whole thing is a manipulation. They're all manipulative. All of them, these people that put this stuff out, you know, and opportunistic and, and manipulative. Like, Oh, there's, we, we can, uh, we can use this to deceive essentially. You know, without the I data, time and date. Well, he has put his foot in his mouth now because now he has said that they checked the flight radar and there was no flights. Uh, but you know, quite honestly, even if he were to tell me the date and time he took that, I don't trust him. I want to see the metadata on the original file. You know, and I might not even trust that. I'd have to triple check that to make sure it wasn't altered or or changed. You know, yeah. and I kind yeah. of have to do that. My point is that these guys, they back themselves in a corner, though, because he just said that's not a no-fly zone. Why would you lie and say it's not a no-fly zone? Dude, that was a bluff. I think that he bluffed thinking nobody will know if I just say you can't fly there, right? Couldn't be an airplane. Yeah, I don't get that at he all. Because... essentially said it couldn't be an airplane without saying it couldn't be an airplane. And in typical magician fashion, you misdirect away from that which you don't want them to see. So I kind of analyzed my analysis, my expert analysis tells me this is, he doesn't want you to, to know it's a plane. So he says, you can't fly there. It's a no fly zone. It couldn't be a plane. He's misdirecting yeah. away from ordinary aircraft here. He's actually, they're actually teaching a whole I, group of people to do that. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. Have you noticed? There's like an all the people, Steve, that, that follow these guys will start doing that now. They're like, I never said it was a, I never said alien, I never said we're talking yeah. about ET. Like, what is this thing they're all doing now? We know exactly what everyone wants it to be. Like, we're yeah. not. Who's confused? That's another. About, I, I I hate to keep old. saying it, but this is the influence <laughs> of third phase of moon. You just say like, what could this be? We don't know. It's a mystery. You're selling the mystery of what it is. You're not saying it's alien. <laughs> You're just sort of, just sort of imply. Could this be something from another uh, place? You know, like it's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I am like, you know, and and then the whole thing is, is 
Two, the time drops. You know, it's not a coincidence that these guys hold on to things for a year and then they drop them right before that big UFO convention or at that big UFO convention that just so happens to be called Alien Con. No coincidence there. That was that was a little. The timed releases show these people are not here for disclosure. They're not looking for the truth. They're looking for money. They drop the stuff when they can make the most money out of it. And uh, Cahill's got some big appearances coming up, right? So he's going to need something to show and talk about. Maybe he was going to talk about this at the conventions. And so it would be interesting, you know, would he have said at the conventions, I filmed this in Luis Elizondo's backyard? Or would he have kept his mouth shut about where he filmed it? You know, and that's a whole nother thing. Maybe he didn't say anything because Lou knows this is bullshit and told him, you know, don't say it's my house. Well, I was going to ask you. Feel, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was going to ask you, what do you, why, what are your, you brought that up and I forgot to ask you earlier. Why do you think, what's the significance uh, other than the fact that it's probably bullcrap that it shot it from Lou's house? Because that's now being, people are saying all the time, like, well, why does that matter? Well, what do you think? What well, do you it think? matters because there is an absolute verifiable history of UFO hoaxers filming UFOs right near their house. <laughs> I can show you 10, I can show you 10 times, 10 times that third phase of moon oh, filmed man. a UFO within two miles of their house, proven absolutely no with GPS coordinates and everything. We got it all in that one documentary, 10 yeah, times they seen. filmed a fake UFO right two miles from their house. Then they claimed that somebody sent it to them. So we're supposed to believe that a UFO channel has you know people just filming ufos all within 10 times all within two miles of their house and sending it to them and then they're oh, putting it out man. and also adamski billy meyer and others have all hoaxed ufos literally right in their backyard or right on their own property or very close to their property so the reason it's relevant, I think, is because there is a long and verifiable history of UFO hoaxers creating you fake UFO videos and, and, and still images literally in their backyard, just like this one. So my mind went to that history as soon as I heard this. It went right to the history of just how many Good of these call. people have been caught filming stuff literally in their backyard. It's the most comfortable place to, to fake something, you know? <laughs> Most comfortable place. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Actually, it's a. That's a. Steve, you got to. That's a good perspective they have there. I didn't think. And that if he wants to prove that they didn't hoax it, it's very simple. Give us the metadata. Give us the original video with the audio in it, and we'll verify that you're not lying to everybody. Am I going to hold my breath? No, I'd be dead. You know, like they're gonna. They're gonna try to slink away and hope everybody forgets this, and then they'll be on to the next con. I mean, uh, drop. You know. <laughs> That's what that's what I think is going to happen here next. I wonder the no fly zone thing. What was his point of saying that? Because I know there's a few. There's like a what is it like eleven places in the United States um, where there's uh, restricted on paths, but other than that, you can fly over. But I, I can't remember yeah, exactly. And none of them are in Wyoming, though. I have an article on that if you want me yeah. to share it. Where those restricted flight zones are, and none of them are in Wyoming. You can fly anywhere apparently over the state of Wyoming. So. You know, I believe, like I said, that he said it's a no-fly zone or no-fly area to detract away from it being an airplane. 
it's that's wild misdirecting like oh it could be an airplane it's a no-fly zone but the no-fly zone is a lie he lied there is no no fly zone there you know if if, i wish sometimes i wish i was like iron man and had my own satellites because i could just like you know show you planes fly i can from the flight data but it's just a graph you know of of planes going right over that mountain right in line on one side in line on the other side flying left to right right to left over it they're just everywhere over there so you know interesting you know if you lie and then you lie again to cover the first lie it it's it becomes pretty clear you know why would you lie if if this was just oh oh this is something I don't understand or mysterious or or whatever, but it couldn't be a plane. No, we it can it can of course be a plane. It's this is stupid. It's it, I don't know. <laughs> you've tagged it. You tagged it with this is stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. This is you know, stupid. and I'm like I'm I'm hanging out in the former Pentagon UFO <laughs> program programs uh, backyard, and I see it uh, uh, unidentified craft. Like really, come on, what are the odds, dude? And then, you know, think about this, the world of statistics. How many times has this guy claimed to see UFOs in his life, right? That's pretty it's, That's pretty significant that he's just seeing UFOs everywhere. And I think he's one of those CE5 clowns, too. Like, he can meditate and, you know, summon the spaceships, maybe. I don't know. The spaceships. I don't know. I just don't get how he's... I, I can't... Like, so, are we actually to believe... That he posted that video for any other reason because it was a like that and then and then he backs it up with that statement. I mean, I feel like the best thing you could do now is pretend his account was hacked <laughs> because there's oh nothing. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> another fun thing. Yeah. Maybe he could sell some IMAX for six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I just for those know. unaware, Luis Elizondo, former intelligence officer, everybody was claiming that his his Twitter account got hacked, and that's not the correct term. His Twitter account got fished. And he gave his, <laughs> he clicked on a malware link and then he gave his Twitter handle and password or permissions to some malicious app that then started posting IMAX scams all over his Twitter. And this guy's an intelligence expert. <laughs> yeah, which makes me worried. <laughs> that I, be, I, but you know, the, the craziest part is, is that, well, for uh, maybe, uh, maybe some, maybe someone else in his family was handling his account. I don't know, but I keep giving these guys the benefit of the doubt. But I, st- like Steve, I'm still stuck at like eight point A in this one. I don't even understand. Um, uh, like Cahill, Cahill actually thinks that 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 video is important in some way. And so we're at the people that were on CNN, on Fox News. They were they were on all these legacy media now posting videos like that has it come to an end has the movement come to an end is it is it finally (laughs) that could be it's like uh you know they're running on fumes they're running on empty they don't have lou in the pentagon to steal i mean borrow uh ufo videos anymore so they got to make them in the backyard like if you look think about it from that perspective right lou was once like look at these ufo videos that came out of the pentagon and i declassified them and now what do they got? They got <laughs> they got this shit that they filmed in their backyard, dude. How far even... the mighty have fallen, right? I can't. Uh... <sighs> yeah, I still, I still like. I mean, because I, I, I'm like trying my ass off. I'm, I, I consider myself a pretty good 
well, I have a pretty good mind for like putting myself in the place of people and try to like think of like what what they were thinking when they made these decisions. But I just like when I really, really, really think about it, I am struck just absolutely confused as to why they would bother. But but then again, I think oftentimes I've already gone over the answer, the true answer, because it's like you know Occam's Razor. I I just feel like I've I've said it to myself, but then I'm like, there's no way it could be that simple. And I it, I think we've both said it, and it's it's just unfortunate. But the 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 scariest yeah. part is is that the people that uh, now will 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 continue to follow down the line of uh, of listening to uh, you know what I don't even know I don't want to say anything further because it, because it only brings trouble but I just for the love of God do not understand why anyone would care about an individual that thinks this is important not like like he's a bad guy they shouldn't care about him but I mean like it's a effing ambiguous video of a slow moving white object yeah. near airports with no, planes I mean, flying I think it's I think it's a fair yeah, I think it's fair to say, like, come on, dude, like, you you know, this is your heroes, like, that you, you know, these guys are bringing us disclosure, and they don't know the difference between this and, and a, you know, something important, that you're right, like, they should know better, I would think, you know. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'll say it, uh, I'll say it, I don't know, I guess I just, I, I, I think that uh, anyone who would post that, or anyone who would involve them, who would misidentify that and, and use it or hold on to it for any reason for that long, and then just to release it, like what, like like Corbell or Nap or something, when they got like you know we, all these all these videos released, you find out they got them like all at once, and they've been just like dropping them little by little. Um, mm -hmm. It's just it just seems manipulative to achieve something, and I think I know what they're trying to achieve, but I don't think even Cor uh, Cahill. I think sometimes I think Cahill's like actually believes what these things and <laughs> that Lou's telling him. I truly don't think Lou's talking about aliens at all. And uh, so therefore I, I think Cahill still might be like, I don't even want to say it. I'm giving him too much benefit of doubt. The whole, the whole thing's bull crap. The video sucks. The people that are supporting it suck. It's a freaking white object <laughs> moving towards an airport. I mean, anyone who would even waste their time saying it's anything other than that, just by looking at it in the first place. Um, doesn't understand the, the the time and people have spent in ufology looking yeah, at and here you go jeff here you go jeff uh this is this is the Crazy. ridge and here's the johnson county airport right here so you know for all we know uh this object was flying by the by the mountains and then turned when it went out of frame and and it landed right here i mean this is literally like a, a mile or two from this so-called <laughs> so-called UFO. It's like a few miles from the, the sighting. It's so stupid. Sean Kale's watching this right now with a Smurf account. You know it. Sock yeah, puppet account. Is... Sean, get on here, man. Get on here and speak up, dude. Come on. You know he's yeah. out there. There's no Damn way he's me. not. We'll, he's heard we'll your name. You the link, you know. Come on. Just for the love of God, because if I, well, no, don't you know? Don't you know, Jeff? I don't know if I ever told you, but I think that there's a there's an unwritten rule in Griffland. Did you know about this? They don't. They all pretend they don't know who I am. Like people no, I know don't. have asked some of these guys. <laughs> like Jimmy Jimmy Church got I got mentioned on his show like three times, and he pretended he didn't know who I was all three times. The, that fucker copyright claimed me falsely. He knows exactly who I am, the liars. But anyway, they all do that. They all pretend they don't yeah. know who I am or what my show is. You know, I guess then they don't have to talk about it. You know, 
I don't even want, you know, I, I, I would like the last thing I want to do is have some sort of an argument with these folks. But I tell you what, right now, I feel like it's just it, after years of putting out next to nothing, but demanding so much belief in what they're claiming. And then as well, what has been achieved within our, and uh, our Congress. So much I mean, money and so much money. Yeah. Dude, look at the greed, dude. So much money they it, want for this year- level of garbage. Like how much money is Sean Cahill getting paid to speak at UFO conferences? And he's As putting a, out this garbage filmed in somebody's backyard right next to a goddamn airport, and we're not supposed no. to say something about it? <laughs> no, I don't think uh, so. I don't think so. Oftentimes, I look at what these oh, guys are Here we go. Pulling. That area has many RC playing clubs. Oh, there's another. Uh, yeah. Pretty well, big no, they're RC not allowed plane. to fly in that area, Birchwood. They're, it's a no-fly zone. <laughs> Uh, I, I was there a version of the video released with sound? No, there wasn't, and there's a reason for that. You know, not... the, the funny thing is, uh, Jeff, that one third phase of moon hoax, all you had to do to tell it was a helicopter was take the audio and crank it up, yeah. you know, enhance it a little bit, and you could clearly hear helicopter rotor and engine in the audio. Uh, so they, they purposefully don't want you to see the audio for a reason, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's one of the it's it's obviously one of the telltale signs that something's going on. <clears throat> the second anything's I even, I mean, like I've just it's like the oldest thing in ufology is like this the video that was cut off. There's nothing to it. It's just this one. Yeah. It's like what happened before, what happened after. It's because if you left it on longer, it's when you slowly you would realize, see what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And Birchwood says, why haven't Stephen published the Corbell interactions? Um, I'm blocked by him on all social media. So if there has been any interactions, I wouldn't know it. I don't even know what you're talking about. But I could check into that, I guess. Um, or you can email me the, the Twitter threads and I'll look at them in a, you know, incognito window. Because, I, you know, these people, I love it when they block you and then they talk shit, right? Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, that's not fair. You're going to talk shit on me. Like, unblock me. You know, <laughs> the block the block thing. I feel like my the only time I block I know, Twitter now is uh, is when um I recognize the person is is a broken system and I can't do anything about it. Like that's the only time I bro- I block people is when I recognize that these people are like these they're on their way up. They got like ten thousand followers on Twitter and they are just broken. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And uh, you can't, you can't, you can't change anything. So you just stop. I'm impressed by the people that have a ton of followers <laughs> that actually engage in those conversations. Twitter's a nightmare. Yeah, though. who has the time to do all that, right? Twitter's a nightmare, though. It's it's, it's absolutely the wild west. Uh, no one, no one takes anyone seriously. And uh, and honestly, they, they perpetuate the same nonsense over and over and over again. And they then they re-report on the stuff that they pushed. It's it's like, it's just a, it's shit. Social media. I'm starting to get tired of it. I think I might get off. I'm at I'm at that age. I might go become an archivist and just never show up again in a UFO <laughs> meet. Yeah, and I did find that there's a lot of uh, RC airplane clubs right in that area. Uh, that's interesting. This one's the Hill Hoppers, right? I right in that area. Uh, so could could be, you know. Could be interesting that there's so many right right there. You know, it just goes to show that you can fly stuff around in the area because you can't fly RC planes in a no fly zone either. Um, yeah, and Jewel Chicky. Jewel Chick Arlene says Wyoming has planes and drones in the air constantly to monitor pipelines, oil rigs, cattle mines, and more. Yeah. And it must, but that doesn't sell alien stuff, man. As much as I have a love of drones, I'm just so tired of drones. But no, I actually think that the thing they recorded looked just like a normal plane. I mean, it just looked like a plane flying into a landing, you know. I think you called it. Um, that's yes. what I think too. Steve uh, said it and, in the uh, chat. You know, it's unfortunate though that. Well, one second here. Yeah, I, I, I don't even. You know, I, I, I just had a loss. I, I, I just think like, you know, if this is the best that they got, that, you know, and then we're the assholes if we question it, right? There's people calling for mass bans of anybody skeptical of of these people's claims. So they want to live in a delusion bubble of garbage, I guess. Mass ban of people that are skeptical? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. I'm going to have a war on mass. I don't know, but the, yeah, Mick, Mick West tweeted about, like, uh, you know, he tweeted retweeted somebody that was saying we have to ban all of these skeptics. They're ruining this for everybody. You know, yeah. Oh, sorry, we're ruining it. That it's that it's nonsense. Am I ruining your delusion bubble? Then good, pop, 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 motherfucker. Like, come on. <laughs> I just don't see. Like, I can't think of any good reason. Like, this whole drip fed thing is perpetuated off of someone's opinion and idea. It has nothing to do with any factual basis. And certainly, there there wasn't any increased incursion. That narrative of increased incursions was debunked. So. So I'm wondering, if, you know, why do these followers of these individuals just don't say, please, just just data drop, drop it all at once, blow everyone's minds right now, and whatever you have, just drop it. But <laughs> no, and then we get, did you know Corbell? He was posting, he was posting this nonsense, like he was before he dropped that missile picture. 
<laughs> and that's I'm sorry, I'm calling a rocket picture, a missile picture. I'm not even calling it a UFO until he proves that it's not. You know, and that's the thing. Isn't there some burden of, you know, proof or evidence that they said it's not a rocket? Can you prove that? Like, how do you prove it's not a rocket? Research by proclamation, Jeff. They're, they're doing research by proclamation. I declare it is not a rocket. Or it's not. I declare. No evidence, but uh, proclamation. It's, 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 it's obviously... Uh... It's pretty. Um, it's low. I don't even know. It's, it's. It's the best way I can look at it is is that they're trying to do something patriotic. The worst way I can look at it is they're con artists. And in the middle there, I see people trying to do both. But at the same time, like the Corbell thing, that guy has nothing. He's not working for anyone. He. I think he's just like Bill Moore or, or, or whatever. He sees that he's. There's a chance he's getting complete bullcrap information, so he's just gonna make as much money off that as possible he's taking the risk he knows it. he could just he could be completely hewed one day hewed up one day by the evidence that he was lied to entirely Crazy. with like a doty scenario so he has to make money or else what's the whole point of this what is this like a social justice person it's not it's not it's not the same so him i i i get why he's the, the other one but the other guys um i feel like that that there's just no way in my mind lou and all these guys could put their military or their service online like that with with their reputation if they were it just it just, if it's like a grift grift but i, I just don't but don't compute i don't know my mind is broken <laughs> but isn't it funny of... that a lot of guys isn't it funny that a lot of guys sort of retire from the military or the pentagon or the cia and they think you know what i can make a lot of money talking about ufos because I was military or I was CIA or what, whatever. It's like they use that perception of credibility that they once had to sell garbage, you know? Seen that quite a few times throughout ufology. Um, even like they'll even have go after each other. I, mean, I won't say who specifically, but there's been plenty of times of credible military people or have, have latched on to very, uh, you know, bullcrap cases, but then they'll go after another military person that comes in and is like, I served 20 years. I was slaying Viet Cong and by the thousands you know whatever they're saying and uh and <laughs> it's just all it gets it gets destroyed it happened over and over and over again I see it still to this day I mean I'm still I just god god I don't want to say any names but I just was talking to someone an author recently and how the person was feeding him all this information I was like did you know this person was running like his own drone company did you know this person was developing <laughs> stealth drones and like there we go another person working on some sort of UAS tech in one way or yeah. another and deceiving people or lying pushing. by omission. You yes. Should, you should, let's just not mention that I run a, a drone company while I'm feeding you information. And it, it it seems to be in one way or another, even if the person isn't the one creating the object or, or the inventor or the owner of the company, if they even know about it, they can figure out a way around it, like the UAP thing. And you can achieve a goal as well, which is, again, I still I, I stand impressed with uh, with what they're doing now under the guise like they're talking about aliens when it's clearly not. So, um, you know, there's so much is going on. I mean, literally, there's a there's a money National Defense Authorization Authorization Act, and, uh, and uh, there's just all this stuff happening, and it's all happening under the guise that it's aliens, and it's not. Well, to the public, the yeah. public reaction. You know. And and there's people that are actively 
Dude, the UFO profiteering whoreism is getting a little crazy because you got guys that are literally forming companies to make money off of UFOs. Those are the same people that are promoting the alien stuff. And well, here's where we get a very people trying spot. to get defense contracts while they are promoting the UFO threat narrative, and they're trying to get defense contracts to study or work on or research ufos from the united states government that's a little bit more than a conflict of interest i'll tell you right now it happens a lot in a lot of areas and avenues i mean or, or um areas in defense it has nothing to do with ufos or what this current problem is for one look at the counter uas uh thing in itself the idea of countering a drone there was someone at one point whether they were on an on a navy ship training and the drone accidentally came back and and you know hurt someone on the ship or something or it was someone operating some off in some terrible jungle somewhere and an adversary used the drone against them someone recognized that there was a gap out there and stuff the military was using and so what they did was they tried to create that we have entire markets depending on that this uap thing reminds me very much of that for me it was <clears throat> someone uh, uh, some ranger at one point recognized oh all soldiers should have a gps a beacon and a satellite uplink and they created something called land warrior and i wore that in, in combat and and this screams people getting funding for a problem put in through into a uh into our, our, our military budget and then and then because they got that money put there they're able to now take the money out of there to support the company for the problem that they say exists and mm -hmm. in, in this case, the problem is something very prosaic and human, but it's the, but it, it can, it falls under that. Yeah, but listen, what, what, how much, how much money do you think you would get for a drone defense system versus an alien vehicle <laughs> defense system, right? Like those well, guys got supersonic uh, capability and they have a uh, titanium adamantium holes <laughs> that we can't penetrate with normal ordnance. So we're going to need lots of money to develop new ordinances and, you know, I could see that as a it possibility. It will never stop if, if you it just goes said, that way. Hey, we've got Chinese drones off of the Pacific coast and East coast sometimes from, from likely spy vessels disguised as fishing vessels from China. And we don't want them snooping around. So we need to develop a defense system to just blow them out of the sky or get rid of them or EMP them. I like the EMP thing. <laughs> small scale pulse EMP. Your own drone that puts out a small scale pulse e Pulse weapon EMP at the swarm of drones, they all drop like like dead flies. But the the, the amount of money that you could get for that is minuscule in funding compared to like oh, there's a space threat of aliens, you know. Well, there's a lot of money in uh, in some of that, but yeah, I would I would obviously I think we've seen a perfect example would be the last five years that if you go the ambiguous route, it seems that that would imply that there's kind of an avenue they understand how to get the money um and then you get kind of specific after it's like the like the scientist who works with the corporation who really wants to make uh you know um i don't know some special invention but instead they have to make something else but on the secret when they're not working they're using the lab equipment to do whatever they want kind of sounds like nolan in certain ways but um <laughs> when it comes to other people um this there are certain companies out there today, even for, like that have a billion dollar contract for 10 years of CUAS uh, in the Air Force and Navy. So there's some money going around. But having said that, I do agree. It's it's just the idea, though, of like 
or for instance, Graves. We see this guy Graves, right? The pilot that's out there quite a bit right now. He saw he's UFO. Got, he's, he didn't see UAP. He's got all kinds of UFO related businesses. Oh yeah, he's got business going all over the place. But one of the companies he was first involved with before, I think he might have stepped away from. I'm not sure. I can't even remember the name of it now. I'm forgetting. But the the mission statement, I'm paraphrasing, was something along the line of like replicating nature, being indistinguishable from nature, or something like that. And that's like what. We can say the phenomena, the ambiguous nature of that is. I mean, a lot of drones out there and a lot of these things out there get through our radar, best awareness systems. Oftentimes, those are birds. Like something as simple as a bird can fly through our radar system relatively easy because we've kind of made it so we've mostly adjusted to be Yeah, aware you turn of the dials back to not detect a bird. Certain ways, you're yeah. you're worried uh, about a bird. But now with drones the size of birds or smaller. Even uh, shape you know, like them, even that fly, or yeah. materials that absorb the, you know, all these different avenues to shrink your signature. And it's it's gone so crazy because we think of signature reduction in just a few ways it, that you can come off with the top of your head of how to like, you know, we know of stealth. Um, you know, we know of uh, certain other aspects of it. But when it comes down to a signature reduction, in aerospace is an entire as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like a market in itself or, or a, a um, industry in itself. And that company, among others, fall under like how UAP operate. You can create materials or you can create... Uh, uh, covers for fuselage, uh, um paints that absorb IR. You can do all types of stuff that reduce signature, and it's being like nature. It's like like UAP, you know. UAP flies, yeah. gets into our radar, gets you know through our, our nuclear systems. It's uh, you know, and all it really is is these techniques that we've been developing for decades now that other countries are finally adapting, and um, and it's just instead of like waiting for those other countries to make it public to the point where even people in the United States are somehow getting their hands on it um we're we're talking about it being alien we're talking about needing to stop it needing to stop this because if you stop it first before the public gets it there's no threat so you gotta you gotta be stop yeah, it and it's gotta you know, be a threat and they've it, been pushing the threat for a while and lord ludicrous says ufology is one big marketing firm great show thank you i know i know i missed some so i'll read them uh at the end of the show i appreciate everybody's kindness generosity and support uh 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I what, would have you, did you hear what Eric Weinstein said? Because this is an issue I wanted to ask you about. He, uh, he was talking about the fact that like everybody says these things defy the laws of physics, but we never get the data to support that. And we never hear a reputable or real physicist agree with the people who say that. And that seems to be a long-term talking point for quite some time now has been these things defy the laws of physics. Yeah. Or we hear variations of that. Like we don't have anything in our arsenal that could do 90 degree turns. And I, and I just laugh at that one because I got drones that can do 90 degree turns all day. It's so st such a stupid statement, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, you know, the, the we hear about these tremendous speeds, but we never seem to get like the radar tapes that confirm that those speeds were real. We get people saying it, you know. And even at that, you couldn't trust it anyways, because you can most most nations have the ability it, yeah. to spoof radar really well. I mean, obviously, it's not really they're not really spoofing U.S. systems or, or allied systems as much as they probably, you know, but I don't I don't doubt it that they they eventually can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, Eric Weinstein, Eric Weinstein knows it's a psyop. He's been waiting three years to get a sample briefing. They kept telling him things like, Oh, all the stuff that you see in public is downsampled and we've got the good stuff and we're going to meet with you and show it to you, but they never, ever seem to show it to you. And, uh, LR asks, is it a truck driving? Everyone know if there's a road there. I, uh, looked at it very detailed to today uh in google earth and google maps to the nearest that i can tell there's no road in that area or on that ridge uh in some nearby mountains there was uh but i i don't believe that it's a truck based on what i've seen on google maps and and google earth there being no you know discernible road there looks like a wilderness truck looks like a wilderness area because it is it's a state park it's a it's a Wyoming State Park, that mountain. They're out of flying objects, Steve. They're now down to driving ones. They do. They've got no more actual unidentified flying objects. They're it's trucks. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, no, that's actually very common. Uh, somebody in Las Vegas was filming trucks' headlights and claiming it was UFOs flying around the mountain, but it turned out to be just, you know, trucks or or uh you know vehicles on the road and their headlights crossing the mountain on a mountain path road you know so that was a possibility but i i don't believe that that it's that i still have hopes come on sean Cahill, are you in the chat right now come on the show <laughs> I, I still have hopes he comes on and defends himself because i have no idea what's going yeah. on yeah no i'm sure he wouldn't but um it's just unfortunate because th th there is no one else and there was really no evidence in the first place. And when you, when it comes down to it, I, I just don't think there was anything at the heart of the disclosure movement anyways, other than to use UAP and all the stuff that's actually the real problem. That's very human and uh, raise funds for in different ways. And, but, and let's like, why are we even mincing words here when it comes to raising money to do something? The very first effort where TTSA, remember the vault? Remember the vault? You know, yeah, that we're going to get the I vault full of alien materials. Where's that <laughs> shit at? Well, what if, the metadata meta for people's phones and stuff from recording UFOs all is going to cycle through. And it, what, like, there's, there's a clear pattern of setting up businesses in order, like you were saying with UAP stuff. So, so that must mean there is something to the UAP topic. 
And when you see what these businesses are focusing on, it it isn't this ambiguous, unknown, mysterious, phantom-like thing. It is a very real problem, a dangerous one, as dangerous, I guess you could say, in some way, as like uh, maybe even more is like, well, maybe not, but it, some have compared the upcoming epidemic uh, or the the upcoming problem with UAS as uh, as like a you know a nuclear bomb style thing because it's just how many you can produce with you know yeah i'm not sure here's another confirmation that there's no no fly zone over that area uh local 556 says i know exactly where lou lives in in buffalo uh wyoming he's literally a 45 minute drive from sheridan county airport which has flight paths directly over his house that's a large you know that's a larger airport well that was yeah, uh, I verified with Sky Vector. Sean Cahill is completely full of it. So there you go. You know, interesting. And uh, also, there were people on Twitter who verified that there are. I mean, small place. <laughs> yeah, there is these. Uh, there are so many airports. That we have another person, Lime Green fourteen ninety one, or on Twitter saying just checked out Flight Radar twenty four. There are so many little airports in Wyoming right in that area. Sean Cahill and Lou Elizondo are scamming you. So the, the, there is there has been. I have been pleased to see. Uh, there we have. I'm going to read these because these are good. I have been pleased to see that there. You know there is some reaction here that is that is worthy of uh, mentioning. Sean should no longer be trusted. I don't care how positive or negative disclosing information. You're still concealing truth and playing with the general public, hiding behind semantics as well. I believe most people have had enough discredit Lou and Sean. And here's uh, Funkwell S. I frequently hike in the mountains in an area with lots of small plane traffic, and I see things like that all the time. It's a small airplane. At best, your judgment is questionable as hell. At worst, you knew it was a plane and you're a complete fraud. People are asking if he wrote a report. Uh, there has been no report. Uh, and. Uh, oh, what the heck? Yeah, this tweet doesn't quell anything. You're a fraud. What happened to the five observables? So uh, wait, did, did Lou speak up on this at all? He didn't say anything, not, did he? Not no, that no. I'm aware of, no. no. No, we don't get anything, right? If you still believe what the goofy tells you, you're probably a lost cause. <laughs> what the goofy does um yeah, <coughs> i just can't believe sean kale you know but that's the thing I, I i tell you what i don't i don't like keep repeating this but i i'm gonna say it again because honestly i don't like just being in like constant disputes which is pretty rough and as you know steve when you challenge anyone that's that, that's adored by a bunch of people you get instant hate by a lot of people and everyone thinks they're like you're the majority Where, no the people yeah. that are critical of this topic I are the vast minority yeah that I think of that meme. I think of that meme of two guys getting hung, and the one guy goes to the, the you know, like I, I'm the guy saying first time, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I get that a lot. I get that a lot. When people when, don't like it when you burst the delusion bubbles, you know. When Sean and Gale... Chris Bale on Twitter said, "No, nothing weird at all about the former director of ATIP, a program that didn't exist, having a UFO, a plane filmed in his backyard by another grifter who didn't disclose that fact." So, you know, there are people that are woke to this and saying that this is unacceptable, you know, uh, but I, I kind of think they're just going to roll with the, with the new grift, you know, probably everybody forgets. Oh, I didn't realize Dave Scott is here. Hey guys. 
here. How's it going, Dave? Dave? Hey, I, I, I forgot to mention Hello. real quick uh, about uh, about Sean before we go on real quick is that uh, I called Sean. I called in Martin Willis's show while he was live with Sean, and I asked Sean what he thought about Mr. Kevin Day, and I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but what did he thought about Mr. Kevin Day saying that he saw blips on radar and he started thinking later on at the VA, hey, maybe that day, the Nim- or those days at the Nimitz encounter, that's why I've been physically affected. That's why I need disability. And, and I said to Sean, hey, do you think that's right? Do you think it's normal, like, you know, for 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 uh, for a veteran to say that or for someone to say that, that, well, that, that you deserve full disability for seeing blips on a radar and having this event affect you? And uh, and he said, yeah, I think you should get that. Not only that, I think all veterans should get it. So Sean Cahill literally announced like what we in the Army Infantry would say, like, is like openly being one of like the worst types of people like you. You just want the benefits. There's a reason why I need like I wait like eight months for a colonoscopy because everyone just needs the benefits from the VA. Let's all just like bleed them. And and that I just recognize a pattern, a person that is like that. And it cut to me real deep. And I really never really looked at Sean ever the sense then, uh, even when like, you know, my co-host was talking to Lou and, and those guys, I just ever, I think about that all the time. Like I forever called those people and excuse my language shit bags. We were just like, those people were the, bad guys like they 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 didn't care they just yeah, i'm sorry i'm get, getting everything's breaking up on my end here oh sorry shut everything down <laughs> probably good to cut me there up there is to shut down like yeah I, i'm sorry about that and welcome dave scott thank you for having me and uh can you, you hear know, me dave I, I can can you hear me freezing up there we go yeah yeah one how you doing bud good how's it going good how you doing i'm dave yeah, hold, hold on hold on one second i'm just going to well, refresh my s- screen here so if i bounce out for a second it'll only be for a second what's happening here there we go uh-oh i'm freezing now yeah, <clears throat> I tried to switch over to a DLSR a DSLR camera as my go for uh, my uh it's my main Great thing, camera. and I, I forgot to take it off the uh, every like five minutes it goes to like auto shut off, so oh, it just goes like rolling. So welcome, Dave Scott. I think we're we're uh, we're unstuck. Uh, good to see you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me in. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that you have a different perspective, and I think that's good. Like, what do you think of this whole thing? Well, for me, I saw that video just around a year ago. It'll be a year next month when uh, Were Sean you aware was, that it was it was first said when they released it that it was taken recently? No. Yeah, that was from the Reddit yeah, I, post. I, that, after you and I talked earlier today, I read that post. And, uh, you know, I... Um, just for the record, I, I don't speak with Sean. Okay. okay. And uh, I haven't talked to Sean in probably nine, 10 months. Um, but that's okay. I still um, r- admire him and, and have respect for him. Uh, but just, we had different ideas on things and we, we just kind of uh, went our separate ways. But uh, I, I do want to say that I had, um, I had seen the video in Las Vegas last year. Him and I were having a private conversation and he showed me the video. Uh, at the time, um, he asked me to keep our conversation quiet, which I will still do today, you know, because it was off the record that he was showing it to me. No, I understand that. You can't, you can't betray that promise. I won't ask you to. A little bit more reasoning to it. I think, uh, but that's Sean's story to tell if he chooses to tell it, you know, but I did see the the video a year ago in, um, in Las Vegas. And, uh, at that time I can say this now because he put it out there that it was taken from, um, it was taken from, uh, Lou Elizondo's porch. Lou was inside the house, uh, when this happened, It, it was a morning time and, uh, Sean ended up going outside looking towards the mountains and, and all of a sudden he saw the object and started filming. So oh. that's, I, that's what I can say. Okay. And like he left said, out, he was meditating. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> he was probably meditating. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. There's nothing wrong with meditating. It's no, I know. But soul. then if he sees the plane right after he's doing the work, the CE5 well, stuff, what do you think he's going right, to right, you know what? If that was the case, it opens up a, a lot of it opens up a lot of doors that a lot of people don't believe in regards to summoning UFOs or or whatever. If that's in, indeed what it was, and um, and it's uh, it's something that um, that sh- that's Sean's story to tell. It's not my story to tell, and it's something that. You know, I, I hate to be, I hate being the guy right now, Steve, who has to walk the fine line, you know? Uh, no, I get that. But listen, come on. You, you can, you can be honest. Like, don't you think it's deceptive to put this out with no audio, no context, no location as if that's none of that is important. Um, I think he should have, I think he should have put out a little bit more context. I haven't seen the interview. I mean, this all came down last night. And when I saw it finally released, I kind of, I kind of chuckled to myself and went, "Wow!" I, he told me he was never going to release that, 
you know, and I'm, I was actually quite surprised that he did, you know, he knew the barrage was coming, whether it was from, you know, the twi UFO Twitter, whether it was from podcast hosts, whether it was from uh, Green Street or, or whoever, he knew it was coming. And, uh, and he knew that it would cause a lot of backlash. And the one thing I do know about Sean is Sean really doesn't care. Right. He's he's into his own thing. He does his own he does his own projects. And, you know, he's not a fan of ufology. And I don't think he pays a lot of t attention to the negative conversations until it uh, kind of blows over, you know. That's well, pretty much, I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I can understand that, but it just seemed to me to be that there's a lot of layers of deception here, whether it was intentional you know, and, and listen, uh, because Dave is right. Like maybe I should give him the benefit of the doubt. And, uh, you know, he, it, none of this was intentional, but it looks intentional, but I'm, I'm just a sp suspicious person by nature. And then to say that there's no fly zone, uh, several people have found and commented that there's a, a big airport right near, uh, this home of Luis Elizondo that puts his home right in the flight path of a, of a, mm -hmm major airport so to say that it's a no-fly area or no-fly zone is very deceptive or he's just incredibly misinformed which is equally troubling to me because remember him and Lu Luis Elizondo are supposed to be UFO experts that would be one thing you check is this an ordinary earthly object is this an airplane and he said but, he did but we have no proof that he did but we don't have any proof that he didn't right we don't know. Here's the thing. We don't know if he submitted that video to anyone, if he submitted it to to whatever the acronym is now. I mean, now we're using Arrow, but back then it could have been ATIP. It could have been uh, UAPTF. I, I don't want to defend the guy because I don't know. But on the yeah. flip side, it does, you know, my question is why release it now? Why Why do that? Why be secretive? That it was at well, Lewis Dave. Co he's got UFO conference appearances coming up. Could be. Why release it now? You know, and and uh, no, but I'm glad you're here because I, you know I sometimes I feel like we just we're we're not fair enough, and maybe we should we should have Dave not be I've the been. voice of reason and be the fair one and say give him the benefit of the doubt. And by the way, I invited him here, but I guess you know I I, I know he's if he's a busy guy or whatever. I would love to hear the story of how he filmed it and how he believes that's not an ordinary earthly object, mm -hmm. you know, and well, see the I, data. I want to see the data. Show me the, the metadata on the original video so I know that the date and time are correct, and I'll check the flight radar data. Yeah, and I'll mean, check the audio of the, of the video. video. Someone suggested that they, he didn't want anybody to hear Lou Elizondo talking on the video, so he muted the audio. That's a possibility, too. Like, there's just too many possibilities for deception in my view here and you know if you want transparency and i always think it's funny like you want disclosure but you won't disclose to us the time date and location you just put this out and talk in vague terms about tic tac ufos over it with a brand new show host you know which i think is a new mouthpiece for them we'll see yeah i mean hey i make no bones about it i I give the, as an experiencer, Steve, uh, I, I try and give the benefit of the doubt to the experiencer. I really do. Um, no, I know you're, you're, uh, you're, 
You're a Art. shining example of, of, of how I should be more, you know, things I should be more of. I will say that because, you know, I, I joke around and say wackadoo a lot and stuff, but, you know, if people are having genuine experiences. I should be more respectful of that. Yeah. I, I need to, I need to, uh, you know, it, we all need to be skeptical. Let, let's be honest. We all need to be skeptical. And, and when you're in front, uh, I mean, your show has a stick, has a shtick. My show has a shtick. I mean, we all have a way. Dave, we're I heard you described as the conductor of the woo train. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Oh, and, hell and, yeah. and I didn't, and they didn't mean that in a negative way. They mean they, you're the conductor of the woo negative. train. Yeah. I don't, I don't take that negatively. You know, when, when I designed spaced out radio, um, and a lot of people may not like it. And if you're not a fan, that's, that's quite okay. Right. But part of my job, like when I designed spaced out radio, what I really missed Steve was I missed that late night art bell type sound. Me too. I had the midnight hour show. Strange. We're both inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Of those strange, silly stories. I mean, who can't, who can't forget? I mean, we can all remember the, the sounds of hell from Russia. Or uh, or the guy f allegedly flying into Area 51, which we know is a hoax, you know, and you know, and I kind of wanted to because I, I was trending more towards terrestrial radio with the show. I, I really wanted to kind of take it down that road a little bit more, you know, as an experiencer. If I put my experiencer's hat on, it, it's more of a selfishness where I just want to find out what happened to me. Yeah, I think I, a lot of us have that. I, you know, if if the government came around to me tomorrow and said, "We'll show you, we'll give you all the answers that you want, we'll pay off your mortgage," and uh, and you got to take that. two billion for you, is that what you're saying? Because well, hey, if I had your money, I would turn down that two billion. You know, if I if I if I had your money, I'd have a butler, my friend. <laughs> I think uh, there's though there is this this idea that the experiencer in a whole as a community, I guess you could say, somehow feels their best bet is to put their chips or put their uh, their belief in in anyone driving something into in the government or pushing a narrative like a disclosure narrative, <clears throat> and in doing so, their hopes are like almost. Uh, uh, or, or like their skeptical eye is kind of nullified because they'll ignore evidence like UAP being balloons, UAP being drones, UAP being radar reflectors or ECMs and stuff like that. And and when that happens so often, and and you try to let the quote unquote experiencer know, so, so like so like every time, <clears throat> excuse me, every time uh, that they're they've misidentified things and the, and they're putting their faith in something that probably isn't talking about the same thing they're talking about and they ignore it you see that there's something clearly happening mm -hmm. that that it, that really isn't about aliens one day or, or about anything or whatever the phenomena is being it, it is it's it, the military and the intelligence communities are clearly using these initialisms for something very different so i always wonder why yeah. the, I always wonder why the experiencer community, because I myself have reported it and, you know, openly lost my objectivity and a lot of things. I've said all the weird stuff that's happened to me where I've thoroughly tried to debunk. I couldn't, but I, I like, how is a DGI Mavic out of a fishing vessel related to like experiences or whatever? 
and why would anyone keep putting their support in people that would push cases like swarming of the navy and stuff like that as alien when it wasn't or the increased incursions as like they're trying to make their presence known they weren't they were they were using cases that led that were debunked and it's the same 90 90 of all these cases are misidentified prosaic answers um you know and that's really never changed we still are at the same thing and so i wonder like why what's the connection what what why would you why would anyone well i i think if i may answer i i think at least in my opinion i have really tried to draw especially over like the last six seven months i've really tried to draw a line between uap and ufos i i don't use the term uap <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that earlier i don't like that cia term I'm, i don't want to you know, use it anymore i agree with you yeah and and that's all it's done is uap to me is about the narrative it's the government narrative it's like disclosure i i try not to use the word disclosure anymore because to me disclosure means you're opening up that pandora's box of ufo stories and information that you don't want to release to us. So therefore, we're in a confirmation movement. We're not in a disclosure movement. And I've really tried to be steadfast on that uh, on both terms. And I think you're right uh, in regards to that. You know, there is a lot of a lot of people who are are willing to accept anything that they feel moves the ball forward. I don't agree with that. I was never a fan right. of the stars academy right from the beginning when i was the first one to point out about the pressless press conference that they had <laughs> and and that was on day one. Oh yeah when, the ttsa thing you, you go look on their website and the word ufo or uap was nowhere to be found and yet we're supposed to be trusting these guys with disclosure and i i have always maintained that and you know it, it's it's a difficult time. We have to be able to be uh, skeptical regarding this subject. But on the flip side, I think our skepticism sometimes goes a little too far that if you had the smoking gun video or I had the smoking gun video of a UFO, would you really release it? I would. I would. I would. I would. I, would, yeah. what's coming? I don't know if I would. It's- Especially if it displayed the five observables. We hear that term all the time. And, and I would ask, like, really, where in this video did we see any of the five observables? Why is this video even important or, yeah. or a thing, you know? Yeah, personally, I'm not a five observables kind of guy. I really am not. What do you, what do you, uh, what well, do you, the, I, I don't know about the, the whole five observables thing, but the song sucks. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I guess I guess for some me, of his, in one of my experiences techno. where I saw you, I saw a UFO on the ground, 150 yards away from me, and and I didn't see any of the five observables. It's on the ground, and when it turned its lights off for the final time, there was no sound. We didn't hear it leave. There was no trees moving. It was just gone. It disappeared. Right. So yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the five in my situation. I don't know what the five observables mean. Yeah, uh, you know, they have the whole list, but you know, instantaneous acceleration is one of them. You know, and and all of these different qualifiers. But the point is, if if that's your big push. 
that these UFOs exhibit all of these things, and then the only UFOs that you have evidence of don't exhibit any of them, it calls into question your whole their whole hypothesis then. And, and, and also, well, then why are you releasing this? This doesn't display any of those observables. Yeah, it could be. I want to say real quick that I apologize for the meditation joke. I should have said CE5 to be more specific. People are going to remember that. I, Jesus. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, guys. I kind of, I gave, <laughs> I've given them benefit of the doubt for so long now, but I see that the connections between all these other fellows, we like, we don't want to give, we, maybe some people don't want to give Lou Elizondo a chance, but they'll hang out with and, 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 keep, and, and keep talking about uh, Sol, uh, uh, Jim Semivan. And, and maybe some people say they don't like Jim Semivan, but they'll you know they'll put all their their faith in uh, in uh, someone Jim's hanging out with all the time. And so then you see this thing where it's like they, it's it's all the same people though. They're all the same. This this movement that's taken over of of the it's to manipulate for a greater good, and I don't like it. I think it's fair that I can say that, and and everyone else should be able to say it as well. That they have a belief in something that is so radically different than the classic UFO story that the public knows, but they're using that narrative, even though they're not using UFO, they're using a very intelligence term, uh, military intelligence term, but it's, it's, it's clear. And I, I don't think that's cool because Melinda Leslie and Tom DeLong out in the desert posting videos of their capture just recently, they, they literally put up satellites that people were able to match up point like, like literally the satellite and the direction was flying in a matter of moments after their post. And, and of, and of course that's the, that's some of the more special stuff that they're capturing as, as they said, and, and, and it's in not to like just specifically call Melinda out or Tom out, but, but it's that, it's that same community and that same type of belief. If they've just attached themselves credibility by proximity and taken videos of ambiguous things in the sky uh is is what goes for you know quality stuff around here i think we're in a whole lot of trouble and it's not we're not more credible than ever we're in fact like i don't even know we literally have people yeah, celebrating recording has, satellites and they got DeLong, all the money in the world doesn't know the difference between fake things and real things like or things that are important he's showing joe rogan like fake tr3b videos he's posting fake you know, long debunked things. He's posting satellites as something extraordinary or motherships. Uh, you know, it's just disappointing, especially if this is supposed to be the top of the food chain here, you know, because I, I have that cabin and I, I see things all the time. And then occasionally I get a little excited and then I have the satellite tracking app right next to me. And then I go, Oh, you know, and, uh, I don't know. Hopefully I'll do better. I have a new telescope now that allows photos and videos. That's very, very good. So now at least I'll get close up images of uh, satellites, maybe. Could be. And I hope you do. I hope you do. Right. And uh, I, I do have to cut out in a couple of minutes because I have to start prepping for my show. But, you know, I mean, as long as I, I guess what I'm saying is I, in my opinion, I just try to keep the door open. I want to keep that door open for just in case, you know, I, and, but I do understand where, uh, and trust me when I say this, I do understand the frustration that a lot of people have. Okay. We've heard the same stories with the same evidence. It's like the Bigfoot crowd where you get sent an ultimate blurry picture. <laughs> the Bigfoot crowd's a good example. Yeah. And all I see is pixelation. I'm like, yeah. 
it's and I understand where people are pissed off. I mean, this this community especially has had the wool pulled over their eyes for the last 50 plus years. Okay. Yeah, but was it pulled over our eyes by the government or the people selling us the aliens? Or both? I would say I a, think a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. See, we can agree on something, Dave Scott. That's oh, I good. think it's a big, little <laughs> bit of both for sure. I think we yeah. want, we're seeing it happen right now. I think we see Jeremy Corbell literally get something, then he goes, there's no way this is really alien, then turn around and say, no, it's flying pyramids. I think he's he think it's happening in front of us like it happened in 1979 to 1984-ish. It's happening again right now like it happened uh, during the X-Files time when every person with any type of credential came out of the woodwork and started crawling towards the disclosure movement. It's happening right now in front of us and everyone that had a critical eye is faded away because they know better and we're still stuck here all talking about it every day. 300 episodes of my show out. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, where is the damn evidence, Sean Cahill? You've been hanging out with Steve. All I know you're in the chat right now. Where's the evidence, buddy? You've been hanging yeah, out with probably, uh, Elizondo yeah. every day. Come on, not every day, not literally every day. Obviously, they have lives, but uh, there, uh, there, there's been it's been enough time. It's it's been ridiculous. It's been what is it now? Five and a half years. Dave, you won't six speak to. Uh, somebody's asking. You won't speak to Stephen Greenstreet. I never said that. Oh, there you go. He took part in one of our panels and uh, I, I like Steve. Okay. I, yeah. I like him too. I try and like everybody, you know, it's too much negativity in this field, you know, and I, I try and I try and like every, everybody. You know, and I mean that may sound well, like if if me answer. and the conductor of the Wu train can get along, then that should be a shining example. Like, you know, uh, you and I are fine. Like we're fine, just so everybody knows, because I hear a lot of rumors sometimes, and then you know people try to point me at a missile at some show host they don't like, and then I go, I don't have anything against that guy. I don't know. Like you know, we're fine. Like, but it's we should have more conversations where people meet in the middle you know, somewhere and see what we can agree on. And, and instead of just all this, you know, back and forth or the delusion bubbles, you know, it seems like the believer side sticks with the believer side and the people who are more skeptical stay with more skeptical shows. And um, I, I don't think that's healthy in the long run. You know, why can't we just all talk about it and, and come to some kind of a agreement about what's really going on? Oh, I, I fully agree. And, and, uh, when I saw the invite come in, that's why I jumped on it and I sent you a message said, Hey man, I'm just getting my, my son, uh, settled down for the night and I'll, I'll be right with you. And that's why I hopped on in because I wanted to make sure that, that, uh, I didn't miss a, an opportunity in, in chatting with you and your audience, your audience is much yeah, different. hey, I'll come on yours too. But somebody, somebody's never invited me to be a guest on his show. So uh, you know, maybe what you know. I'll do, <laughs> I'll do is I'll do the, I'll do the panel. You want if you want that panel, I'll do the panel. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, we'll do that sometime. Sure, sure. No, I'll, I'm just saying that I'm open to it as well. Like I'll I will go on anybody's <laughs> show that asked me. If there were you know like, it's it's fine. I like having those conversations, especially with with people that are have differing views because it's pretty boring talking to people that you agree with constantly 
you know, we try not to here, but you, you know what I mean, Dave. Oh, oh yeah. I, you know what? We'll set that up. We'll set that up. I, I, I would like to bring you on. And uh, I think, I think it's, it's important that you get all points of view, right? I may not yeah. agree with you. You may not agree with me. I do. I may not agree with a lot of what Stephen Greenstreet does. I, you know, I may agree with what black, the black vault does. And a lot of people don't. Okay. I may agree with the. Oh yeah. Somebody asked what you thought about that. Did you see this? Uh, George Knapp is spreading those rumors about black vault and dildos and stuff. And I did I read think, that. Yeah. I, uh, I'll be honest I, with you. My, I don't show a lot of my own sense of humor on the show, but I'm going to be honest with you. I laughed. I, I, I laughed at that. I didn't take that. Uh, if it was a cheap shot, it was a pretty poor one, but I mean, I think we all have to lighten up a little bit and just, and just be, let, let people spar every now and again. As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, yeah. I, I stayed out of it. I, I didn't say anything. I was going to post something, but then I was like, ah, you know, let, let them do But it is interesting, like... I, I don't understand those kind of personal attacks, though. Like, why don't you attack his evidence? Is it because you can't? You know, like, some of, some people are just inconvenient to the grift, in my opinion. You know? I like, just you're throwing to... in my grift. Stop selling dildos. What? I sell dildos? What? Where did you get this at? You know? So could you could you put yourself and try to visualize where Nap was when he was when he was tweeting that? <laughs> I like to pick. No, I shouldn't say. No, I, <laughs> uh, I want to be all the time. I got to be careful what I'm saying. <clears throat> but I can picture maybe Jeremy under the influence of something about four feet in front of George as he's kicked back with his new balances on with a cocktail in his hand and Corbell's pacing back and forth under the, under the influence of something. We got to get this guy. He's ruining the grift. Tell everybody he sells dildos, George. Go ahead. Take this, do it. Danny Silva. Take this, you! I don't know. I think it's kind of funny because he went after Danny Silva. Was obviously a, a staunch supporter of everything these guys are doing. So, so it's uh, he, he didn't go after so much. But I do think it's kind of telling though that he did use uh, that that uh, that guy's that that guy's uh, 
meme he made. I don't know though. Is this the end of Corbell's uh, Corbell's time as a credible journalist? Now he now he's relinquishing his career off to uh, I'm sorry, Naps uh, Empire off to Corbell. Yeah. Is is he at the end, or or is this is this a new Cor? Is this a new Nap? I keep mixing them up, but I well, uh, I, think, I think we have to um, we have to realize that there Jeremy Corbell is a movie maker. He's not a journalist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's call a spade a spade right there okay jeremy corbell is not has never been a journalist and and there are a lot of people in this field people who help run enigma labs and everybody and people like that who have self-titled themselves and uh and they have uh named themselves journalists when they're not uh george i mean let's face it george has been at klas tv for 40 plus years and you know the ufo story uh you know like I, there was one comment from chuck bam uh who said that that i'm a fanboy of george i i like george now but when when you're when you've worked in a newsroom like i have and you look at other journalists and i'll use george as an example here the U, we know him for the ufo side of the story we don't know him for the other stories that he has broken in the las vegas area whether it's about about uh crime or or anything along those lines we don't know that because we're not in that area but i i have a very fun uh, uh thought of george knapp outside of the ufo world and i think he's done some uh, incredibly good uh crime stories and investigative journalism into local corruption and officials that were corrupt in las vegas and i admire that kind of courageous reporting you start it's digging hard. in on like you know city officials that are on the take or have mob or or dig in go start doing stories on the mob that takes some balls so I admire and respect that part of him I just don't like the uh, the lie by omission selling of tales you know we I like to stay the, specific one sorry to cut you yeah, off I mean we, we get the Bob the, Lazar we get the Bob Lazar story but. We only get half of it. He leaves out that he's a convicted pimp fake scientist. You know, like that's not good journalism. If you're going to call yourself a journalist, you got to give everybody all the facts, not just the ones that help sell the story. But if, if you listen to Knapp, as much as much as he has told the Bob Lazar story, he always says, he always says, if about the education, he has questions about his education or where he worked well, because it's fake yeah he has to acknowledge okay. that it's fake and, you know, and, it's ridiculous and he uh you know he's and he has just gone along with it he's never said that he supported it he, he hasn't gone like corbell where corbell is has uh you Made know comes yeah. saying that bob lazar is the be all and end all and he is the syrup on our pancakes yeah, but there's I a do. lot of information that I'm always disappointed, Dave. You know, like I would would be respectful, but he, you know, we've broken all this stuff here and, and shared all this information. We've got an on-the-record Area 51 security guard that said Bob never stepped foot on the base. We've got interviews with his former supervisors at Los Alamos, and they all said he was never a scientist there. He was a technician. And now we've got the fact that his wife, his, his first wife was – a convicted murderer. Uh, she got arrested for murdering somebody with the Hells Angels and had a deep affiliation with the Hells Angels. All these drug arrests for methamphetamines and a lifelong yeah. drug addiction yeah. while Bob was supposed to be getting a top secret clearance. 
no way on earth would he get a clearance with a wife like that. So and here, here's George other- won't address any of this stuff. He won't talk about any of the any of this stuff that, just in my opinion, destroys the story. So if you look at it the other way, though, Steve, what if he's a plant? What yeah, I've heard that kind of explanation before, but right? I think that's a lot of mental gymnastics. And that what I would is- say is, show me one other person who whose wife had ties to organized crime that was a convicted murderer and a lifelong drug addict that got a top secret clearance. Show me one other person on earth. It's impossible. Yeah. So then why do we believe Bob Lazar did then? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I have, I have a source who, who has worked in that area before as well. And, um, Oh, real people that work at Area Fifty One. Bob is a big joke, right? It, it, he's a the 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 Lazar story is a huge joke. It's a huge joke, and you got to realize, um, you know, that there's people who have worked there forty plus years, 30, 40 years. They know this story left, right, and center. I mean, my question to my source, or or we have this other guy called Random Guy on our show. Okay, <laughs> my question to him last night was, okay. How would he, if with the element 115 uh, and the isotopes, how would he have smuggled them out when they, yeah, well, they literally, you know, it, it's like going through a, a, uh, the highest level of security to get on one of those Janet jets to get in and out. How would he have and smuggled he's not on the out? Janet jet logs? And also, interestingly about the 115 i always say this just blows it to shit he said they did every conceivable test on the element 115 so he would know the isotopic ratios then because he would have tested it for isotopic ratios he did every conceivable test he should be able to show us or create for us a stable form of it and he can't the guy said he had particle accelerators in his bedroom that's a that's impossible ask any physicist the guy you know it's just science fiction fantasy i love that story growing up i always if i could pick one story to be true probably that one but it's just it all falls apart and then they've already made the money so they don't want to talk about you know it's just the same thing as these people put up fake ufo videos after they get the money from the clicks and the views they don't want to talk about it being fake same thing with knapp and corbell they don't want to talk about the story's fake they've already made their money you know they're on to the next thing that they're selling baghdad phantoms could be what, what cruise missiles the you know some Could of those be. things we yeah. george knapp is in my uh, head for a long time because of uh obviously the work he did in his audible book on hunt for the skinwalker is is uh it's pretty awesome but uh it, i i'll tell you the worst part though is to look at some of the things that he's uh been involved with in ufology and on the and i'm i'm trying to be as nice as possible i guess would open as possible when i say it but it's like did George Knapp work for Robert Bigelow in one, in any way was he contracted yeah. he did yes so is he a journalist uh he was a he was hired so yes he was okay because he still was employed by KLAS and then Robert Bigelow Art Bell and uh was it Leslie Keen were hired to do or Linda Moulton Howe was it one of the two uh were hired to do a radio talk show called Area 2000 
back in the early 1990s. And they started off hosting it. Uh, The show really didn't take off the way uh, Coast to Coast did. So when Art went over to Coast to Coast, he started very politically. And then he started kind of throwing in some UFO stories. And and as soon as he saw the numbers starting to jump on the ratings, every time he did a UFO story, that's when he started converting the show from politics over to the strange of, of what we loved about him. And and what we remember about him, yeah. So, was Jeff's he? Uh, you could you. I don't think he was an employee per se, but I could. I think you could logically say that he was contracted uh, to do a radio show for what whatever it lasted four, five months, six months. Yeah, and you, you're saying, Jondo, thank you for your kindness and generosity I, and support. I don't think that will ever. I don't think they'll ever come clean. No, and. uh but if Bob Lazar wants one more big payout, if he came out with and told the truth about how they faked it all and then made up the story, that would be a good way to get one more, one more last big payoff. Thanks for helping us praise the cash. Praise the cash, praise the cash. Long, Steve Long mentioned, and he's right, uh, th- there's a big conflict of interest with Nat because he was an early investor in TTSA, and he did a lot of pro-TTSA fluff pieces I think to help them pump up the stock. And he did not disclose that he was uh, a TTSA early investor. That was disappointing for me to, to hear because, you know, you can't be pumping up stock or, you know, doing promo pieces for a company that you're invested in and not disclose that. That's a problem. And TTSA, we know now, or, you know, a little bit scammy. (laughs) When I interviewed Knapp in 2019, I asked him that question, if he invested in TTSA. And I believe that was the first time he admitted publicly on any show that he had put $10,000 in or whatever the amount was, you know? Hmm. And he said, you know, hey, if he if he has $10,000 to, to kiss goodbye, God bless him for it. Because I know I don't have 10 grand to, to kiss goodbye. Dave, you know, Dave, can I ask you a question real quick? Uh, sure. You, you obviously know I have way more connections in the, in the paranormal than I would in my little tiny uh, thing. Uh, but do you think that it's normal for there to be like secret clubs of these people to be involved with? Like they're in these secret types of clubs and then they're they're like reporters on the outside telling UFO stories. Like if I like everyone from like Eric Davis and George Knapp. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. John Davies and every other person between the running a little program or a little little group like Sufon, all the way up to like a Bigelow type of character, not Bigelow himself, but others with him, being in these groups, all talking about things and that. That do you, first off, do, is that normal that yes. all these people from all? Yes, I mean maybe normal here, but is it normal that you would see that happen in an industry? Because this is what it kind of is as an industry, and, and then also see those people act almost independent elsewhere. Yes, but, yeah, I feel it's a little suspicious that, that <laughs> they don't allow club. everyone in they don't it's know a big club in. and i ain't in it i say it all i the was time. in it when i was friends I with grant it. cameron i was in it but then suddenly i started saying things that they didn't like and suddenly i wasn't friends friends with everyone anymore and so i asked i have to wonder if it's if it's strange that that these people almost act like independent actors but really they all belong they're all the original conference crew they used to just conference around well, together and well, I that's the kind of thing, though, is I, I've talked about this. They have that unwritten rule. You don't talk about my grift, and I won't talk about yours. And they all want to get along and get that conference money, you know? Well, the conferences really aren't paying that much, uh, unless yeah. you're at, like, like Alien Con or, or, uh, or um, Contact um, in the Desert. What's the big one? Contact in the Desert, right? I mean, those are really the only two. Uh, apparently, I'm I'm a member of a circle jerk club, according to Kepsa. That's cool. Thank you. Hey, Kepsa. <laughs> do you, you think Kepsa's actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Kepsa's my ringleader. If you know what I'm talking about. Hey, but, that's Robert Salas, Everyone. No, never mind. Oh man, you have a circle jerk club. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. No, How many gonna... cameras do you have? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Eight or ten. Hold I on. Have... Wait. Here, look, look at this. Here we go. UFO Circle Jerkers. I love it. It's available on our merchandise store, and the link is in the description. I'm going to send Dave a UFO Circle Jerker shirt. <laughs> I'll send you a Woo Train shirt. There you go. Conductor of the Woo Train. Yes. You know, I, I just don't know, like... You know, I, I respect Dave for like having being so open minded. Maybe I've just gotten too cynical, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the the UFO Circle Jerker Club is like those people who softball interview these people and don't hold them to account for their previous lies or fake stuff that they've sold, and that's kind of our thing here. The Circle Jerkers. We don't like circle jerkers. You I, know? I, I guess my question about that earlier is because the people making the claims and the claim and oftentimes businesses based off claims. And oftentimes, you know, like we, we talked about like sometimes experience or experience is something so weird and unexplainable. It really doesn't fall into any type of category. So I can understand they just want some sort of reconciliation with what happened to them to some degree. But a lot of people out there would would be concerned with if they I think if they recognize that like if all these individuals are friends in a group that's quite private, 
oftentimes the group was involved with magic and even things like just reporting their own experiences or capturing photos of drone sightings or when the next group is or next whatever. If they're the ones making the claims and making money off those claims, doesn't it seem a little bit strange that they, they're, they're all like securing the future of, of this field in one way or another? Like uh, I, I think, uh, in my opinion, it's not about securing anything as much as you think it is. I think what it is, is it's a matter of sharing information. I'm in a couple of those groups. Um, one of them, I don't, I, I may be posting there uh, once every two, three weeks because I don't have the level of knowledge and smarts as the scientists in that group. I, I, I'm like, oh, look, a balloon, right? <laughs> so um, I think they keep me in there strictly because uh, – of the stuff that I'm, I'm following with the Canadian government and, you well, know, you but it's a big club and he's in it. He's in the club, everybody. Just, he admitted it. No. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, I just, I, club I, and I ain't in it, not but he's in it. <laughs> I don't want to cut it off. But... That they're, they're, no, but listen, there are private like discord groups. And once <laughs> somebody took a vote, this is a funny thing. Like somebody took a vote of whether to allow me in a private discord server or not. And I lost by one vote for whatever <laughs> reason. And then when I found out who was in that group, I was so pissed off. I'm like, I can't be in your little club, but these assholes can, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's there, a weird click. There's a ton of them, you know, and, and you know what? I will be honest with you there. There's a lot of politics that goes on in these groups i'm not in one group because uh jimmy ando doesn't allow me in there right yeah, because i i called him out uh for for uh monetizing part of my show and i and i uh youtube struck him and then after uh a couple people uh came at me about saying hey do you mind just do me a favor on this? I, I released the the copyright strike, and then he still went on uh, everywhere calling me an asshole. And uh, wow. so, I mean, there's all sorts of, of, of groups out there that include these people. Most of them are on um, Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them are via email. I've been in a couple of emails email clubs or i've had i shouldn't say i'm involved i've had a couple of email clubs where somebody all of a sudden will secretly send me an email saying you got to see this shit right and it kind of blows you away because when you go and you backtrack the emails you're like oh well this person's a ceo of a big company and that person's a ceo really i didn't know that person was interested in ufos right I mean, there's a lot of that that goes on and um some of it's crazy, man. Some of it's crazy. I've seen some crazy stuff from from the groups uh, that I once was in. I, I I'm just like I'm just like surprised to see that these groups are now like on these like these messengers and these other apps and whatnot because before they were just kind of friends from conference and stuff. Like some of these friendships go back. Like you know Christopher Mellon and Leslie Keen were friends for a long time. Oh yeah. Like you know a long time, and so. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes when, when, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, like you see Mellon like celebrating, not like celebrating, but saying it's good to see them communicating over balloons getting destroyed. You have to ask yourself, what, what, what are some of these narratives all about after all these years? And I wonder 
if yes, there are some weird things going on, of course, like a lot of us have experienced, but uh, what are they willing to do and use the that community for? And it seems like that's exactly where we fell. And these people that are celebrating all these relationships in these groups is the is the people that would like uh, love to listen to the the falcons and the falcon and the and the hawk or whoever talk and shadowy yeah, the background aviary. Yeah, you know, like, that, the, that's yeah. the original that's the original secret group of guys that were going to well, work together yeah. to bring disclosure yeah absolutely that's a Just fascinating it, story so i'm going to do a show on that i could honestly speak with you guys all night i've had a lot of fun the last 45 minutes or so. Yeah, I know you've got to go. Uh, it's, it's Spaced Out Radio. Search it on YouTube or Google him. Yeah. And you'll find him. Hit that search bar. I'll put the, the link to your show in the description of this video. And Jeff's, too. Let's do this again. Okay. I'll set it up. I want both of you guys there, and I'll bring in some of my people, and let's just have a candid conversation about, sure, uh, about the UFO world. We could do that. That would be great. All right, great. All right, you have a good nice night, talk, Dave. Nice talking to you. Thank you all for right. your time. And with my Illuminati, thanks to B. Baker, all hail Illuminati thing or whatever the hand sign is or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's another big club. You have a good night, Dave Scott. Have a good show yeah. tonight. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. All right, Thank there's Dave Scott. Boy, that, we can file that under things that people thought would never, ever happen. Only, yeah. over, only over here on Truth Seeker. We got the conductor of the Wu train with us here, Jeff. That's crazy. And, you know, listen, I, I kind of like, I understand where he's coming from, though, because he kind of just, you know, he explained it. Like, he wanted to do the Art Bell, just listen to people's stories and, you know, not be so critical, I guess, you know. I tried to do that, and I couldn't do it. Like, I interviewed some <laughs> I people, and I just, I just lost it in the middle of it like you're telling me these aliens come and get you every night but you never set up a camera come on you, you know? can you can literally see that <laughs> the evolution out. of all my videos goes from me saying all right i'll start a podcast but i'm willing to give this subject one more chance and the the spear tip of all that's happening and it goes from me talking to people like mr scott and all these other people to me being like i am today in the middle of like like last year I just exploded and it just changed and I went and I never went back. But uh, I appreciate having me on, Steve, for, for real. And yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you go and read my super chats and check up with the live chat and things like that. I appreciate you being here. And for the, the and I want to thank you because did you know that we had like three no shows? So I apologize. There were supposed Why? to be a couple more people, and I, I don't know what happened, but you, well, you were the one that showed up. So, uh, yeah, thank you for doing I that. I would have been sitting here waiting for a panel. for. <laughs> I, I I actually was going to go on that one time I was directed by Aliens earlier, but someone came to me. Uh, two people came to me after my yes uh, yesterday's episode I had on Strange Recon with Chris Bartell from Skinwalker Ranch in Area 51. Um, I had two people on uh, talk to me about how they know Bigelow, and and they just started getting really skeptical at everything they've done and contributed. And I just was so fascinated by what they were saying. And some of them, we, we've heard their names because they were involved in some some things that have happened recently. And I'm just like, okay, so so the people are recognizing that maybe this guy is not necessarily just this this person seeking, you know, answers about the woo stuff. He might be, uh, yeah. you know, he might be up to something else on behalf of someone else or maybe even himself. Either way. All right, guy, I appreciate you having me on. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't be a stranger. Thank you. I'll put the link to your show in the description of the video so people can find you. Uh, it, or just search for Strange Recon in the YouTube search bar. You'll find them. Got to put that the live link. tab. Stupid live yeah. tab. What's that about YouTube? Anyway, sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, uh, you really got to get that straightened out, like from the customized page, I think. Oh, right? is that how it goes? Okay, I got to yeah, yeah. do that. I can help you with that off air. Must be because like, yeah, I, yeah. I th and listen, your views will thank you. They changed things, and then yeah, I'll help you fix it. Not a problem. I'll check it out. Thank All you right, very much. We'll man. talk to you soon, Jeff Stay. from Strange Recon. Thank you Stay very good. much. All right, there we go. Well, yeah, I think a strange and weird and uh, rare conversation just happened. It's not often that people cross lines from the woo side to the skeptical side, and or vice versa. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's good. Um, so uh, I realized that I missed a few super chats, and I apologize for that. So uh, we're going to get caught up, and then we're uh, – and I will take comments and questions from the live chat. Um, but first things first, I want to recognize the kind and generous supporters of the show. We read every single super chat, uh, but I didn't realize at the beginning of the show that we missed a few. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read those now and thank you. We want to thank UFO John Doe for kind and generous 499. And he asked about Naplazar and corn, hole ever coming clean or will they take their last breath or do it like john lear yeah i don't think they'll ever come clean uh lord ludicrous plaid with a kind and generous dollar 99 says ufology is one big marketing firm great show uh spooky paying two dollars to give out jeff's link because i'm a terrible show host i'm gonna put it in the description of the video and zizix with a kind and generous two dollar super sticker and Richard Crawley uh, with a kind and generous 279 Canadian uh, says killer and a fist bump. And Richard Crawley again, kind and generous 699 Canadian. Uh, no message. We thank you for your kindness, generosity, and support. Uh, thank you all, you Patreon supporters and you channel members and you Twitch subscribers for helping us to praise the cash and continue the show. Mm -hmm. 
take some comments and questions from the great live chat. We had excellent numbers tonight. Uh, just a whole lot of people in there uh, in the live chat. And we want to welcome and thank you Rumble people as well watching in the Rumble live stream. Uh, Mega Briar Patch says, hi, Steve. Great to see you here, bro. Oh, maybe they're talking to Steve Long, maybe, right? Um, Mega Briar Patch says, Strange Recon is a great show. Jeff is a very sharp dude. Yeah, I, I like him. And a former military guy. Uh, he's real brave. Like, he went and, you know, was a soldier. And that takes some balls. I always respect guys that have the balls to do that. I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Steve Nicholson, too bad that the Decepticon name is copyrighted. It would have been the perfect phrase to, descri to describe some of the UFO grifters, Decepticons. Yeah, well, we could call them Deceptive Cons. How about that? Deceptive Cons. No, it doesn't have quite the same ring, right? Uh, Jay says, USA in the fog of fifth generation unrestricted warfare. Yeah, multi-generational warfare, right? Uh, yeah, new members, please consider you know, subscribing Monday to Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, and um, I'm still unsure if we're going, if I'm going to the cabin this weekend. Uh, and if not, we'll do another show tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern and, and maybe Saturday. We'll see. If I'm home, uh, I might as well work. And we've got a lot more shows to share with you. And we're, I'm actually backed up with shows. We've got a bunch that were prepped and got sort of bumped because there was something a little more pressing that we wanted to do a show on or talk about. So those got bumped, but they're prepped and ready to go. And some of those are those data rich shows. Change my name for the dog I lost. Sorry to hear about that, Foxy's friends. Uh, Mike uh, lost his dog. So we all say a prayer. Hope the dog gets over that rainbow bridge. And and uh, I, I hate losing a dog. The few the times in my life where I've had to deal with that have been really really rough, you know. It's like your best friend. It's like losing a family member. It's terrible. So uh, we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Sorry to hear that, Mike. Foxy's friend says Steve Long, you turned me on to Recon. It might have been Steve Long who turned me on to Recon too. I don't remember who originally told me about him. I don't. I could take that lie to my grave. I'd come clean. That's just me. Yeah, um, I don't know. If you've been lying to people for 35 years, maybe before you die, it's a good idea to come clean, tell people the truth, right? Will there be a viewer's call-in show this month? Yes, we'll do that. Uh, panel show on the weekend. Hmm. If I'm not at the cabin, we'll do it. The problem has been that even if I wanted to do a show from the cabin now, I can't because there's these ice storms. And for some reason, I don't know if it freezes the internet boxes or something out in the woods. <laughs> Remember, I'm out in the woods. So if it's if it's real snowy or, or we're having an ice storm, the internet barely works or it just doesn't work. And the power has been going off at the cabin as well. So without power, no router, unless I fire up this uh old solar backup system and yeah operation shutdown said would be great to see steven and jeff on dave scott's show yeah i mean i'm i'm willing to do that he's got a, a lot of viewers so uh I, you know yet another great show steven it's obvious you're doing the right thing 
when you're bringing both sides of the UFO aisle together, the truth will indeed set us free. Yeah, I think we should do more of that. I would like to talk to this guy, Sean, and, you know, really hear why this video was even released. Why is it important? And let's see the data. Where's the data that proves that you didn't just lie about a flying by, you know, an airplane flying by? And, uh, you know, either way, this is a story. Like, if there's aliens in Lou Elizondo's backyard, but I think the public needs to know about it. Maybe the aliens are surveilling him because he ran the government's UFO program. Oh, wait a minute. They would know that program was imaginary, didn't have any funding, and they just made it up, right? It wasn't an official program. There's not a single piece of paper, right? No reports, no UFO investigation reports or anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this story is stupid because... Again, if there's really aliens in his backyard, you would want people to know, right? Why would you purposefully conceal where you took that UFO video? It's just so stupid. And this is what we've gone to, you know. We've gone from these guys getting videos out of the Pentagon to uh, making UFO videos that are most likely fake in their backyard to keep the con going, right? <sighs> Who is he's he's like the Walmart greeter over in live chat psyop. What did I check out the John? Uh, no, I didn't yet. Uh, I've got a huge reading list, but it's on my list my reading list. Um, and you know what I do is I've been taking piles of books to the cabin because there I have time to at night anyway, uh, you know, catch up on reading. Next minute, Elizondo is an experiencer in his backyard. Patty says the land of make-believe, right? Uh, Twitch viewers call-in show so we could use cuss words. Yeah, yeah. If we do, if we do a, a call-in show, it's ha it has to be on Twitch as True Seekers Uncensored because when you just open the lines, people come in and curse, and it'll ruin our YouTube situation now, right? This week on Backyard UFO Wrestling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm supposed to remind you, so we'll take a moment to remind you that we are a viewer-supported show. We read every single super chat and thank every single person that offers any support to the show, however they do that, whether that be... Uh, being a Patreon supporter, if you become a member during the live show, we can, you know, call you out and shout you out and thank you. Uh, if you send a super chat, we read it. Super sticker, we show it. Uh, and I'll be showing any of them for the remainder of the show on screen. I'm sorry I missed those. We haven't missed them in a while. I've been showing them as they come in. So I apologize they weren't bigger on the screen. But thank you all for your kindness, generosity, and support. And the show is not over. We're still taking comments and questions. Still got some things to share. So the show is not over. We're just going to uh, play this bumper to let you know how you can support the show if you choose to. Truth Seekers is a viewer-supported show. Wonderful people like you who enjoy this show send pledges in the form of super chats, super stickers, super thanks, PayPal, or Cash App. Instructions for how to help are in the description. 
You can also join our Patreon, and for as little as $1 a month, you can get extra content. Patreon supporters get a backstage pass, early access to all our production videos before they are distributed publicly, Stephen Cambion's music, private writings, a monthly show journal, and more. You can also become a YouTube channel member for $5 a month. A YouTube membership includes all of the Patreon benefits, plus a special member's badge, priority reply to video comments, and the live chat, plus a monthly members-only video. We thank you all, kind and generous benefactors, for supporting Truth Seekers. Thank you for your generosity and support. Thanks for being here. This is Truth Seekers with your host, Stephen Campion. Please rate, like, and comment on our videos or podcasts. If you are listening to an audio podcast, please rate us five stars to help us rise in the search rankings. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to an audio podcast, we love and appreciate you listeners, but you are missing the live tapings. All our shows are recorded live with video feed. We'd love you to come be a part of our live broadcasts and tapings for the podcast. Head on over to YouTube, click the search tool, a little magnifying glass, put Truth Seekers one word in the search bar, and hit enter. You'll see a strange and mysterious guy with sunglasses. That means you found the channel. Go there, smash the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell to receive up-to-date info on our YouTube channel. We welcome you to be a part of our live taping and our chat room during the live broadcasts. Seek the truth. Speak the truth. This is Truth Seekers. Truth Seekers. back and I have uh, something interesting to share that Spooky discovered. Uh, we did these two shows uh, back to back. Um, this was Marina Saren goes full you know what on interviewer Nazi on interviewer. Um, I don't think the algorithm likes that word and uh, so we try not to say those words that offend the AI algorithm gods uh, but interestingly both shows uh were one second off of each other in timing. I don't know how I did that. I don't think I could ever do that again, but I guess my timing is off because I try to make them exactly the same time, but we were one second off. Four, one of them, the, the first one was four hours, seven minutes and 43 seconds. And the second one was four hours, seven minutes and 42 seconds. So I just want to apologize for my lack of good timing, and I'll try harder on these multi-part shows to uh, 
to get it right. That's so bizarre, absolutely bizarre. So we'll take some more comments and questions from the live chat. Anything you want me to share on the screen or talk about or answer questions, please put them in all capital letters. It really does help as I am visually impaired and uh, it helps me quickly identify that you want me to share that or talk about that or, or uh, yeah. <clears throat> this is interesting. Craig says, YouTube gives me spaced out Wu train notifications when there's a UFO topic and I'm not even subbed. Thank you, YouTube algorithm deities. Yeah, I guess they think you need to know, right? Personally, I think Elizondo could talk the bark off a tree and how he keeps leading you in circles about a few clips they put out on the news he commented on. Yeah, if you think about it, three UFO videos plus this backyard one in six, what, more than that, uh, 2016, you know, that's four, seven years. Seven years, three videos plus the backyard video. Uh, which I don't even know if we should count this backyard video as, you know, this one's garbage. Uh, the others at least came from military sources, right? Um, Storm Crow says, could be worse, Spooky. Uh, could sell out the third phrase of Moon, Greer, or Grifton. Yeah. Oh, we shared that one already. Uh, yeah, let me... Uh, Chris Welch says, I seen Lou Elizondo on the news with the Tic Tac UFO saying how he has no idea what they are or how they work or anything about where they may come from. Well, he's the expert, right? Um, I, 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 I don't understand making a career for seven years out of three videos borrowed out of the Pentagon that were never supposed to be released to the public. Um I just don't understand that. Welcome to the wacky world of UFO land where you can make a living, a full-time living. Well, apparently he has other jobs, so maybe we can't say that. Um, but, you know, you can make money and get TV show deals and book deals for seven years based on videos that were never really supposed to be released to the public. Uh, I, I, I don't understand that. And uh I don't know how that works. Deborah Jones Loveless, and thank you for being a member. Says Spooky, we appreciate you and all the other peeps that make the show possible. Your efforts really make the show pop. Yeah, Spooky's a much better graphics person than I am, for sure. Um, you know, I do okay, but it takes me five times longer than it takes Spooky to make it, right? Um, appreciate everyone who watches and supports us. You make it go. Yeah, Stormcrow says, any update on the awesome-looking doc? Oh, we can't talk about that. There's NDAs, okay? It's top secret. You're not allowed to talk about it in the live. You not know, right? What channeler can we jock off to now that Marina Saren is no longer on OnlyFans? Can Elizabeth April do girl on girl on OnlyFans now? Honestly, uh. I don't want to get in trouble. I was going to say, like, if I had to pick one of them, uh, you know, that Elizabeth April, I think, is much, much more attractive. Uh, I'm married. I'm not dead. Right. And all men, isn't it weird how all men have their preferences? Right. You know, I've had guy friends and had arguments over, you know, some girl that they thought I'm like, you really you think she's hot? Why? You know, and uh I guess every every man has their uh, sort of preference, right? Some gentlemen prefer blondes, and some prefer brunettes, and some, some like tall girls, and some like 
short petite girls and some like uh you know larger assets smaller assets big this small that who knows you know uh, yeah uh plan b says these guys are so lame they have their little insider group chat trading videos and info but the ufos and info suck well isn't it funny though you remember that they live in a this delusional bubble plan b where they're important and they're bringing disclosure right so they share these shit videos with their their circle jerker friends and they all circle jerk each other off about disclosure and aliens, and, and it's a garbage video. So I guess if you're on the inside track with, uh, uh, you know, Lou Elizondo's inner circle that he shows the good stuff to, that's the good stuff. We filmed it in our backyard. Uh, you got to see that a year in advance of when they released it. And, and I agree with Jeff, like, why release it now? It's such a garbage video, right? <laughs> Serrated Grin says, I'll take whatever. I have no standards. Yeah, you know, you ever, Serrated Grin, you ever, like, I remember when I was single, you know, sometimes you just haven't had a date in a long time, and then a girl, like, comes along that's not really your thing, but you go, oh, I'll, I'll go out there and see, you know, and uh, maybe that'll get me started on, you know, other adventures or something. Sometimes I've I've become friends with them and you know met some nice people. If you don't have, I mean, I guess everybody. Wait, well, everybody should have some sort of standards, but yeah, you should be open to new experiences. That's what I'm saying, right? Don't be so quick to to say no. Um, Cohen says I want Marina, Sarah, Elizabeth, April, and Megan Rose to do girl on girl on girl. You guys are going to get me in trouble. I shouldn't be sharing those. And, uh, you know, the opinions expressed in a live chat do not necessarily. Uh, well, that one does. <laughs> I can't lie. That one. Yeah, I probably probably want to see that myself. Um, yeah. Amy Collins, it reminds me of back when kids used to trade cards. Oh, boy, you got a flying triangle by the moon. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right remember that when i was a kid we were trading um garbage pail kid cards yeah yeah elizondo is bringing disclosure over those few clips that have been on the news yeah they've been on the news for a long long time and uh still no disclosure uh, imagine that right imagine that so comments or questions for me please put them in all capital letters uh we have done our due diligence tonight, and now we're pretty much in overtime mode. Um, Mega Briar Patch says Chris Mellon once mentioned uh, looking in cislunar orbit for UAP. I thought it was an interesting out of the blue comment, very specific. Well, uh, they have orbiters around the moon now, though, that I think would see, uh, you know. We'll see whatever is flying around the moon, maybe. Chris Welch says, that's such a crock. It's a crock that the military don't have any idea as to what the crafts are. Well, sometimes I wonder if they're as clueless as the rest of us. Then for sure, a lot of these UFO celebrities, I think, uh, sort of pretend that they're in the know or they have some secret knowledge. This way they can get paid, you know. 
but they never seem to, to drop anything good or anything that we don't already know or didn't, you know, like they bring out old stuff that we've already heard about and talk about it or backyard UFO videos, right? Uh, Wally's World, oh boy, I did a lot of that. Wally's World said, when I was a kid, we built go-karts from wood. Yeah, my dad uh, used to help us and we used to do that. David Bucky is here and saying, I love all women, big, small, tort, Tall, short, thick, skinny, trans, cis, any ethnicity. It's more about personality or if we get along. Well, boy, David Bucky's got a, like, totally open policy. He's got an open-door policy. Any any woman. He just wants any woman. These channelers have no shame. Why not do girl-on-girl videos and make real money? It's honest and no made-up stories. The ladies are missing the mark. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, right? Uh Stephen, did you see those pictures of this UFO-looking craft that was spotted on a highway in Nevada heading to this other military base? Uh, no. You could send them to me. And by the way, thanks for being a member. Compli Zert, we appreciate you. Uh, you could send them to me, truthseekershow at gmail.com. Right? Deborah, yeah. And I'm sure women have preference in their men. You know what's funny, Deborah? All the female friends that I've had have had very specific they were very specific. You know, like I had one female friend, she would only date guys that were like six foot tall, but she was 5'10". So some of those requirements make some kind of sense, right? But what I didn't like were the women friends that I had or women that I, I knew from work that would tell me things like, oh, I would never date a guy that doesn't make $100,000 a year or more. And I was just like, really? Like, it sounds pretty shallow to me, but some women want to be taken care of by a man. So I guess that's okay. And yes, uh, women definitely have their preference in men. Some women like, you know, big, strong guys, the muscle guys. I don't know. I mean, I was always like a, the weirdo artist type. So I date a lot of artist girls and things like that. Um Never was like the guy that dated the cheerleaders. Does that make sense? I dated the punk rock girls and the and the strange chicks, right? The poets and the and the artists and the dance. I dated some dancers and yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tomorrow's the big double nickels for the man, the myth. Uh, okay, Craig, if you say so. Uh, one of my da- Wally's world says one of my daughters-in-law is a six-one. Jesus, she's an Amazonian woman, big woman. You know, I don't know. I'm six-three, so I never had a problem of like I, I don't. I've never dated a girl taller than me that I recall. I dated a girl that was almost as tall as me once, and she played basketball in college. She was a pretty tall girl. I think she was six foot or just over six foot. She was tall. Yeah, there may be a Nazi bell show soon. People have been asking me to cover the Nazi bell for years, and uh, we're trying to make that happen. So uh, we're trying to get some expert guests in here to tell us all the best evidence of the Nazi bell, and, and yeah, we'll talk about it. David Bucky, can you imagine saying I'll only date a woman if she makes a hundred thousand or more? Yeah, but that's just it. Men don't care. Like, take this example, David Bucky. Have you ever seen a guy in like a McDonald's or a Burger King hitting on the girl making the French fries? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Guys don't care. Like, if, if some guy's single and he walks in and there's a nice looking girl making the French fries or flipping burgers, he doesn't care. He's chatting her up, trying to get a date. Now, how many times have you seen a woman walk into a McDonald's or a Burger King or something like that and hit on a guy making fries or flipping burgers? You'll you'll never see. I've never seen it, you know. Plan B says, I just assumed you were short. I guess because you only see this much of me, right? You don't see the whole, yeah. I don't know. I've always been tall. But actually, no, I was a shrimp. And then. I guess puberty hit and I just shot up like a bean pole. And uh, yeah, I've always been tall and pretty skinny, you know. People try to get me to play basketball, but I was terrible at it. When I shot up like this, <laughs> all the, the basketball coaches would come and harass me at school. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm terrible. I, I couldn't sink a basket to save my life at that time. I would clearly date a woman who makes 100K a year and willing to take care of me. Well, that's uh, a good thing, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's a whole new world, right? Uh, Compley's there is telling me to check it out. Uh, oh, there we go. Deborah says, actually, I did just the opposite. I stayed with my perfect average man dude and passed on the professional type with a few more coins i wasn't in it for coins and we've done just fine yeah you gotta you gotta really like the person and love the person or it just doesn't last and isn't it interesting deborah like i don't know everybody that me and my wife now are divorced i have friends working on a third or fourth wife and i just you know we're we're still fine and uh I think that the key to a happy life really is a happy wife. I've, I've learned that. And uh, you just do better if you don't get divorced and remarried, divorced and remarried, because those are, those are big, you know, you lose a huge chunk of your resources every time you get divorced and remarried. 
And like I said, I got friends, family, everyone like, you know, I don't, I don't know. If I ever get divorced, I will never remarry. Never. We'll never say never. Dated a Korean goth girl in high school. I'm half Hispanic. It was great while it lasted before leaving to college. Oh, yeah, those high school girlfriends. Remember that stuff, David H.? Those were good times, right? You wish you could go relive those days? I kind of do. Maria Rose, anyone have opinions on the podcast called Amazing Legends? I just noticed it while listening to one of Jim Harold's paranormal podcasts. I'm not familiar with that one. Yes, he posted more CGI images. Yes. Did you see David Wilcock posted new aircraft concept drawings on his Twitter today? Yeah. He was supposed to show us a hover car by now, a working prototype. What is he showing us? More pictures drawn on a computer of airplanes that do not exist. Right? Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. You're absolutely right. Just, just do what she says. <laughs> just do what she says and then you'll you'll have a you'll be happy she'll she'll tell everybody you're happy yes amy collins says if you want to be happy for the rest of your life you know that song do you know amy collins i know i was at a wedding once and some friends of the groom got drunk and they they paid the dj to play that song and then the bride cried and yelled and screamed at the groom, and it was this whole, <laughs> don't play that song at a wedding. It'll it'll piss somebody off. I like Amazing Legends. They are pretty clear about what's hearsay and what's not. Uh, yeah, B. Baker, she who must be obeyed. Yeah. I give, I, you know, look, when I first got married, B. Baker, I would argue with my wife and, and I would like, well, why does it always got to be your way? That's not fair. So I should get to make some decisions. No. <laughs> After a while, you learn just shut up and do what she says because she's going to get what she wants anyway. You might as well just not waste the energy, right? And choose your battles, right? I've chosen almost no battles. I just, uh-huh. Yes, dear. <laughs> yeah. I can't complain, though. I got very, very lucky, right? Mark Tarana says, I'm 6'2", my son is 6'3", and my wife is 5'5". Five, five. Oh, that's interesting. My wife is like five foot nothing. So we're like the odd couple, right? Wally's World says, me and my wife are celebrating 32 years. Congratulations. You haven't murdered her yet? You deserve a prize. Living for 32 years with a woman and not murdering her, you should get a trophy. <laughs> Craig Williams is talking about Dennis Rodman. I haven't thought about him playing basketball for a while. Don't have to be a wide uh, body down low. Jordan wouldn't have averaged 30 in a night without him. Yeah, maybe, right? 32 years here too, Luna Sparkle says, 1991. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're going on that long. Uh, I think it was ninth in, in, yeah, we're going on. I've been with my wife for so long. I can't remember how long we were together for. I think we're going on 25 years together because we were 13 years we were together before we got married, and I think we've been married 11 years now. So it's a long time to stay with one person. But, you know, the kids like her, so I keep her. You know, 
That's what it is. <laughs> no, we all like her. Is my wife into conspiracy, supernatural, or anything? No. Well, I think she will like like ghost stories uh, and things like that, and movies about ghosts and or documentaries about ghosts. And she really, really likes true crime. So uh, if we ever watch anything together, which is so rare, when you got two kids, you don't got time for movies. And, you know, by the time those kids go to bed, you're exhausted. You fall over. We used to hang out more together and watch like true crime shows and things like that. You're supposed to keep track of that info, Stephen. Yeah, I'll try to do better. You know, what I'll do is I'll, I'll figure it out off air, you know, and then I'll write it down. And if I ever need it, it'll be in a text file there. So I don't screw that up again, you know, because um, you're right that this stuff is important. You, know, you got to keep track of it. And Christian Fountain is here in the live chat. Uh, well, in the Facebook and uh, we say hello and I'm going to go over right now and uh, I'm going to say hello in the Twitch chat uh, for those who if you ever want to watch us on twitch it's twitch.tv backslash truth seeker show and i just put in there hello twitch folks and uh yeah so uh i am uh, gonna check the uh the rumble uh live chat as well and say hello in the rumble live chat we welcome all of our viewers whatever platform you are listening on uh, we're glad to have you here with us. You're watching Truth Seekers, and uh, I am just checking in with the uh, with the live chat of our various platforms. Uh, and we have Golden Golden Tulip is over in the Rumble chat, uh, and I'm just going to put in there, "Hello, Rumble friends." Unfortunately, the Rumble chat uh, stuff does not get aggregated over here to me. They're working on that. Hopefully, we'll have that available soon. We get the Facebook and the YouTube and the Twitch comments, though. Uh, yeah, here, uh, Garrett Bodell says, I've been married for 26 years. It's a long time, but I'm completely dedicated to my wife and my two boys. Everything is for them. But like you, knock on everybody. I mean, you think those. Uh, oh, Okay. When is Mrs. Cambian starting her true crime podcast? Uh, she's not real big on spotlight. Uh, she's she's kind of shy girl. So uh, I don't think she'll ever do a podcast. I tried to get her to do a show with me one time because she actually um, had some really strange childhood experiences of a psychic nature. Like she knew her father was in a fire once and some other stuff. And uh, her mom was a little afraid of her because she... Apparently knew things before they happened and stuff, but she hasn't, she doesn't want to talk about that. Try to get her to do it. Uh, Wilcock was in the Twitch chat earlier, but pissed off. Yeah, I know. Oh, pissed on, not pissed off. He was pissed on. For those that are unaware, David Wilcock said you could get superpowers from the Archangel Michael by taking baths in your own piss. That was his last live stream. And, uh, Nobody's heard from him since. We think he's still in a bathtub full of piss trying to figure this shit out. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I'm worried about him. I only stoke college girls and crazy blonde channelers. Okay, Cohen. <laughs> a 
Well, what are we going to say? We're over three hours, so we are going to bounce on out of here. We have done our due diligence for today. Uh, I think we had a good day today, and we're going to have a good day tomorrow. I hope you do as well. I'm still going to check on the weather, but I will uh, put on my Twitter whether there will be another show tomorrow night at 9 p.m. If I'm home, uh, I I feel like I might as well work. If I'm not getting anything done at the cabin, some things done here, hopefully – including um, getting caught up because we have this backlog of prepared shows that we sort of jumped to do other topics. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and those are standing by and available for once, which is always great to have more than you need for the week. Um and also, we want to remind you to follow me on Twitter. It's at Stephen Cambian. That's where we post all show information. And also, uh, in the description of the video, you can buy some merchandise like this. It says UFO Circle Jerkers. Uh, and we got all kinds of different shirts. You could be a professional wackadoo translator. You could get one just with the True Seekers logo. Um, lots of hoodies and shirts and all kinds of goodies. And we appreciate all of you who have been purchasing some of that stuff. Also, be sure that you visit our website. It's truthseekershow.com. And uh, sign up for the notifications and you'll know when there's a new episode, either audio or video. And we're doing a mailing list. So everybody who gives their email address on our website, um, just click that button to sign up for notifications. We're going to be doing a monthly newsletter about the coming month's guests and shows and things that we're working on and developing. And in this age of censorship, it's important. Go to truthseekershow.com, sign up for that notification list or mailing list, and uh, we can always stay in touch regardless of the censorship issues. Um, And also on the website, you can get all of the latest stuff. So if you're looking for videos to watch, they're at the the website if you're looking for our latest podcast audio podcast episodes they're at the website uh, and also i should mention that somebody mentioned to me that i didn't we did not play the uh those three uh well it's really 
anyway, we have been broadcasting these uh, third phase of fake documentaries on Twitter every day. And I, for, I just forgot to do it today. I totally forgot to do it until it was kind of too late. And I don't want to be running a live, uh, well, it's, it's pre-recorded, but still, I don't want to be broadcasting on Twitter while we're here doing the main live show. I'm just broadcasting those every day to increase people's awareness of that third phase of moon situation and others who lied and supported them and attacked everyone. And, uh, yeah, I, we'll we'll do it tomorrow. I will make sure that I post those tomorrow and every day going forward. I might miss a day, uh, but it's interesting that every time I post it, they get like 180 views. So lots more people are seeing those documentaries than ever, ever would have if they, they would have just done the right thing and let us post them on YouTube. But they copyright claimed and striked one off and threatened and they don't want people to see that stuff and neither do certain show hosts to lick their assholes and support them. So we're going to, I am going to broadcast those on Twitter every day, every day for the foreseeable future. And more and more people will see the truth and understand the truth. And that's our intention in doing that. So maybe I'll post them uh, later tonight. If not tomorrow, they'll be back every day. You can watch these free documentaries. Um, and I appreciate that uh, so many people are tuning in and watching those, right? And Maria Rose is here and says, thanks for a great show. I got here late, missed the first part, so I'll catch up later with the replay crew. Yes. And uh, I appreciate that, right? Uh, yeah, hit uh, Space Out Radio Cheat and thank Dave for being on Truth Seekers. Yeah, I'm, I, that was last minute, and, and uh, I'm glad that he jumped on. And so I will put, as soon as the broadcast finishes, I will put the description in the description of the video, um, the links for Jeff from Strange Recon and the link for Dave from Spaced Out Radio. Otherwise, uh, if, if you're in a real rush, it'll be there in a few minutes. Otherwise, if you're in a real rush, you just put Spaced Out Radio in the YouTube search bar. Go to his channel, check him out, or Jeff from Strange Recon in the search bar. Go to his channel and check him out. So uh, this is all I got for you, friends. Uh, but we'll we'll be back soon, and I'll be announcing how soon on Twitter tomorrow afternoon. So be sure to follow me on Twitter at Stephen Camby and check out our website, TruthSeekerShow.com. Uh, buy some swag that really does help, and we thank all of you kind and generous benefactors. We thank you, Patreon supporters. You channel members, you Twitch subscribers, you super chatters, super sticker purchasers, you PayPal pledgers, and super thanks people uh, for all of your help, assistance, generosity, and support. It is much, much appreciated. Um, yeah, and we're all caught up on everything. So good. So that's all we got for you, friends. Uh, until next time, my name is Stephen Cambian. Good night. And God bless all of you.
an intel guy. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. If I call your mother a hooker. If I call your mother a hooker. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. If I call your mother a hooker. If I call your mother a hooker. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. Consciousness. I'm an intel guy. If I call your mother a hooker. If I call your mother a hooker. I were to call your mother a prostitute. I were to call your mother a prostitute. I were to call your mother a prostitute. contact with these civilizations because I'm really not very hopeful that the government will.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.